We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show all of a sudden i am feeling so
everyone that was cleveland jones with those holidays again the latest from friend of the show cleveland jones that song is available now anywhere you stream your music please go out and get yourself some i included the link in the show notes to the video and the actual song so please do go show our friend cleveland jones some love Merry Christmas, gang. Welcome to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Oh my God. I was going to call him Ballard Marlin. What kind of ridiculous backwards garbage is going on in my brain? Oh, I know. I ate a bunch of edibles yesterday and now my brain is mashed potatoes. Today's guest is Mr. Marlin Ballard, who is a stand-up comedian out of Atlanta, Georgia. I thought that opening tune... Uh, Cleveland Jones's opening tune would be great, uh, not only because it's Christmas, but also because Cleveland is based out of Atlanta, Georgia as well. So lots of Atlanta stuff coming to you straight today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation I had with stand-up comedian Marlon Ballard. He uh, he also has his own podcast, which is the Love to Laugh podcast, which I'll put all the links in the show notes. So please go down there and give Marlon some love. I met Marlon on a press junket for <laughs> for uh, for oh, I forgot his name because it's been so long. Gosh darn, Melvin Riley. And um, <laughs> we were the only ones that really got to ask any questions. We talk about it. And uh, just a little preface, we talk about D-Rock Bowman again, who is the guy who swindled me into having him on my show. And he just lied to everybody for about two and a half hours. It was great. It was a great two and a half hours of lies. I'll tell you that. Uh <laughs> But yeah, anyways, uh, more from Marlon in a second. But first, go to RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her latest single, Stew, which is a reggae jam from our friend AK and Raina Mystique. They uh, collaborated on it, and uh, it's amazing. So please go check it out, RainaMystique.com. You can also find Raina on Twitch three days a week, streaming live music, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please do drop in and say hi. Twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. You can also go find Raina Mystique. Oh, I'm sorry, not Raina Mystique. You can also find uh, We Speak English Good on Twitch. Please do come over and follow, subscribe. Please do. We're having a blast over here. And if you love this podcast and you just can't get enough of it, well, there's content over there that you're never going to get 
on this podcast feed. You get to interact with our guest. You get to interact with the conversation. It's a fucking amazing. I'm loving Twitch. I know you guys have been hearing me talk about it for the last months. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the direction we're at. That's that's where we're going, folks. This this is the future. So please go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good and become a part of the community today. You guys can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Discord, anywhere, uh, any of the socials, we're pretty much there. You can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can subscribe on YouTube where you'll find our music tutorials and the video versions of these podcasts. You can also subscribe on Twitch, but that'll cost you a few dollars, but it all goes in support of the podcast and the stream. Any of the money I make through Twitch or through this podcast goes right back into the podcast because that's how I do. You can... <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, you can also leave a review on iTunes. Uh, anywhere you can leave a review, it helps. Uh, the reviews get people to... Uh, it gets uh, it gets us raised in the algorithm of the podcasting universe. So it, it helps. Uh, and plus we'll read it on air you can also write this show and tell us how you're feeling how you're doing L let me know what you had for christmas well what did you have for christmas what, what was the food you guys made uh email me at we speak english good at gmail.com and i think that's about everything all right let's let, let's oh wait hold on i gotta remember what's going on here you know what I'm, i can't my brain is mush so let's just go on over to today's guest mr marlon ballard he uh he's originally from ohio he's a very very funny stand-up comedian i highly suggest you go and follow him and go check out some of his stand-up fucking hilarious i had a wonderful time talking to marlon so put your hands together for my friend and yours marlon ballard oh god <laughs> marlon ballard give it again give it another go all right Marlon Ballard, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I got to do other stuff, too. All right, there he is. There's Marlon. Oh, they're yeah. going wild. They're going wild for you. They're going wild for you, baby. <laughs> all right, all right. And it's over. Your favorite today. Thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. I, 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 apparently, I can't talk today. So that's, uh, that's something we're going to have to contend with. Uh, it makes two of us. <laughs> well, for someone who talks for a living, that's, that seems like that could be uh, a bit uh, difficult. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? It's always weird to me. And uh, oh, by the way, are, are you familiar with Twitch or did you just sign up? I just signed up. I, I mean, I heard people talking about it, but I didn't know what it was. I'm kind of, you know, right out on. the loop with it. Well, it, it's pretty cool, man. It's like it's mostly for gaming, but there's tons of musicians on here and there's tons of uh, people like who have talk shows like this. Um, there's lots of like uh, uh, only fan uh models that that acquire mm -hmm. a a following here and then take them over to the only fans no so that shame. Means i need to be on here okay well That's it's pretty cool but i mean i don't know for a stand-up comedian like i i don't know i mean what's your opinion on all these like zoom stand-up things i mean 
I'm not a comedian. I'm not a stand-up comedian at all. I don't have the nerve for any of that. But I can't imagine that. But I do know what performance is. And, and I know that how important a crowd is and, and that exchange of energy. So I, I, I'm, I'm just curious of what's your opinion on all these comedy shows on Zoom that's going on right now. Um, at first, I was against it. It took me probably five months to like finally break and say, yeah, and did one. <laughs> um, because, I mean, I really, I'm really not that internet you know, performer mm-hmm. of some sorts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really do skits like that. I'm, I'm like the actual come see me live guy. That right. is, is, I mean, once I did it, it was cool. I'm like, okay, I can see this, you know, being a thing. But I'm like, I still don't like it. But I'll do it if the money is good. <laughs> if the money is good. I mean, I and it's weird because we've been getting these offers to do like these streaming sh- uh, streaming shows where we perform. Uh, me and my yeah. wife play music. Uh, and it, you know, like they're not offering the same kind of cash as you know you bring in your yeah, your stuff the down. Not the, the same. But but it, it, there's money, so it's nice. It's nice that that people are sort of working with the current situation. I, I just I, I just I couldn't I couldn't imagine like just playing to other comedians laughing on their cameras on mute. That just seems to. I mean, I'm not a comedian, okay, but I I can no, but only here, imagine. Here's, here's the thing, though, like. They, they see us on camera, but like when we have to go, you know, work out new jokes and stuff, there's nothing but comedians in the back of the club watching right. anyway. So yeah. it feels the same. Yeah. I can feel the judgment through the internet. <laughs> so it's, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, there's comics in here. Okay. They're not going to laugh at nothing. But, yeah. You know, they're probably, probably so still they go somewhere else and do it themselves. And act <laughs> like it's there. Uh, so um, you're, you're based out of Atlanta, correct? Uh, yes, I am. And then, so do you? Before the pandemic, you were working a lot in in Atlanta area, and and I see you've been all over the place. You tour a lot. Uh, yes. How how is the Atlanta comedy scene? Atlanta comedy scene is probably one of, if not the biggest comedy scenes uh, in the country right now. Um, just based off it being Atlanta, because if you look at like the last couple seasons of Last Comic Standing and Comic View and Wildin' Out, those are all Atlanta comics that mm-hmm. have won or are on that show currently. So Atlanta is a is a breeding ground for, for comedians right now. Like Chicago's a strong city too, and New York also, and the DC Baltimore area, great comedy scene. But wow. Atlanta has probably the most comedians besides New York on the scene. Well, that I mean, and then when you look at Atlanta, as because that has become such a big industry, uh, like the in, like the I'm saying like movies and music. Has, Absolutely. Hey, Detroit, what's going on? Welcome, welcome. What up, though? <laughs> this is Marlon. He is a comedian out of Atlanta. We're just chatting about uh, the the comedy scene down in Atlanta. No, uh, so before the show, I was sort of you know I was trying to tell you stupidly or however it came out of my mouth but i was i'm really interested on because i'm seeing uh i've seen bands playing shows like none of you guys are nobody i mean i know you guys are taking precautions and such but um you know (laughs) i was just trying to give you the benefit of the doubt but no problem uh but I'm really interested, and I mean, because like I got friends down here who play music. They're gigging again, and and you know, you guys are just having a ball down there doing whatever. And and I'm just curious on how that is all going. How, I mean, I, I saw a video of you 
uh, you know, on November 11th, you know, just a few days ago, and you sounds like you're playing to a packed room. How are they sort of working it out? How is it? How is how? how what are you seeing down there? Um, pretty much Atlanta is too busy slash too, you know, many people here to, com- to be controlled. Mm. You can't control this many people when it comes to shutting down. Yeah. So if you shut the businesses down, people have the utensils to go and do their own thing in an empty parking lot or something. You mm. can't keep us down. When Initially, when we had the lockdown and you got on the Internet and saw Atlanta wilding out, you saw fireworks and people doing donuts in the middle of the street. <laughs> We're going to find do we're gonna find something to do so <laughs> that's the, that's the thing you can't shut us down we're gonna have a comedy show somewhere mm-hmm. so best bet. i mean it's just like right now in ohio where i'm from which you're from ohio as well uh right yes. now they're talking about shutting down everything again next week and mm-hmm. you know and they're already they're talking about sending well they are sending the kids home next week too like so all the schools are starting to shut down we're sort of going back into this lockdown phase. I mean, what? Hey, what's up? Hey, welcome, welcome. Um, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Marlon, Marlon Ballard is a comedian out of Atlanta. Uh, so, oh shit! See, that's what happens with chat. I start like getting in there, and then I forget what I was at. What were we just saying? We we're just talking about. Um, oh damn it! What were we just saying? The, the lockdown, They're locking yeah. everything back down. So, I mean. I mean, has Georgia even shut down at all? I mean, I know they were partying and stuff, but they haven't shut down at all, right? Like, Florida hasn't shut down. <laughs> like, you guys don't give a shit. That's what I love about it. But I was just, um, I mean, have you guys seen any, I mean, like, horrible outbreaks? I mean, has it been, like, how they, because at the beginning, they were saying, oh, my God, if you don't, uh, if you don't shut down, the the hospitals are going to get overwhelmed. You know, people are gonna die by the millions, and everything's gonna go to ruins. And and I feel like Georgia and Florida are are kind of I don't know great examples, but did you see any kind of overwhelming of hospitals when you were there? I mean, you're there, so I mean, I, I mean, the hospitals, yeah, they were they were packed, but you know, that was all the people that were like spooked, like they probably got a headache. It was like, damn, I got it, right. and they went to the hospital. But other than that, I mean. The people that like when when y'all shut when Ohio and you know places like that shut down, where do people go? All the people vacation to Florida and Georgia. They come here, and yeah. you know they come and have the time in their lives, and they go home. So it's we're open, like <laughs> we're open. We are open. We're no, open. I mean it's just it's it's mind boggling because it seems like you guys are are able to do these shows and are able to function, yet mm-hmm. somehow the rest of the country is not. And I mean, I've been having a lot of debate, like a, a lot of debate online, obviously, about, you know, how how ridiculous some of these lockdown rules are. And I don't want people to die. I, you know, like I'm all for safety and precautions. But at some point, I, I feel like we're going to have to make a really hard decision. And obviously, it's not that hard for Georgia or Florida. <laughs> but, you know. Eventually, we're going to have to figure this out. I mean, I mean, how do you feel about the lockdown situation? I mean, because. Uh, I mean, um, you were, you've been, you tour outside of like Nashville and Atlanta too, right? Like you, you, you do national tours, you go out West, you go out. Okay. So you, that had to have cut into a huge part of your income as, as a, as a Mm -hmm. working comedian. I mean, how, 
how do you how do you feel about the how the lockdowns are? How do you feel about uh, these these clubs that are you know shut down? And I mean, it almost seems just. I mean, in, in, initially, um, uh, like from the start of this year, like because I was working heavily, like around like January, February, I was everywhere. Then after that, everything shut down. In my opinion, America took this thing seriously a little too late. Like, mm. should they should have shut the shit down? Like the first outbreak, like nobody shouldn't have been able to leave the country. Nobody shouldn't have been able to come in. And that's how you, nobody, it's like they didn't learn from uh, Resident Evil. Like you didn't <laughs> fucking learn. So <laughs> the, you have I mean, to like not let people in and out. Like that's how shit happens. So you, you would have shut the country down. We would, we would be over this shit. I mean, it would have happened, but it wouldn't have been as bad. Well, Marlon, but, um, Marlon, you sound like a xenophobe when you're saying you don't want other countries to come in. I mean, I mean, shit, they don't want us going there right now. So, I mean, <laughs> So fuck them, right? But the but, only places we can go right now is Puerto Rico and fucking I think uh it's another place. I think Jamaica. Like we can't like I think the rest of the world don't really want Americans where they are. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Detroit Gladiator <laughs> says that there's more people with decent common sense in Atlanta. You know, I mean from the videos, I don't know. But I mean it's a rumor. <laughs> But that's the thing, like, when you see all the craziness that's going on, it's like, well, I mean, it seems it seems like you're doing okay. I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what your guys' death rates and stuff are, but it does... We don't know what the death rates are either. You know why? Because they stopped telling us. But oh. that's why nobody cares anymore. <laughs> really, the, the only death toll we see is on the highway when it says how many people have died in a motor accident. Wow. That's the only death toll we see. Wow. So, I mean, and... We we make bets on that all the time. We was like, oh, we, we'll make it to a million by the time uh, December hits. Because people here can't fucking drive, so that's we we got a better chance of getting hit by another dumbass than actually catching this shit. So it, it it almost seems as if, man, and and you know, I was talking to my wife about this because she is someone who's over it, and we're like I said, Ohio's going back into lockdown, which. You know, for us, we've decided to go full on with Twitch, and that only helps us because when people are forced in their house, they need ways of being entertained, and it's only going to draw more people to Twitch. But, you know, on the other side of all of this, it's like I'm seeing these local venues that that I love here. They're going under. I'm seeing venues. I used to live in San Diego, and uh, I'm seeing venues out there go under. You know, these small businesses are going under, like, people are really seriously going hungry in this country. You know, our government's not doing shit about it. I mean, like, and so, like, what what else is there? You know what I mean? Like, what else should we be doing? I mean, do we sit in our houses as we starve to death and and our local economy disintegrates into into garbage? I mean, I mean, what do we do? I mean, do we go to Georgia? (laughs) Just come down there and start fucking shit up down there? I mean, I would have thought it would have been a food shortage by now, but like they're opening restaurants here left and right. So I'm like, hey, we got a new restaurant. Waffle House isn't closing. So, I mean, this, I mean, it's like nothing is happening. Now, when I came to Ohio over the summer, I'm like, damn, it's a ghost town. Like, I'm like, what do y'all do for fun? Like, they're like, the city closes at 10. So after that, it's nothing to do. I'm like, really? Which is and so I went weird. Right to Cleveland. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm going to a bar and I'm going to go to that bar. I have. A, I mean, I wear a mask. You know, I'm, right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like the only person in Walmart. You know, without a mask, and I feel like the problem. So I just put on a mask anyway to fit in. <laughs> but I mean, also I need the mask. You know, because I mean, ever since the pandemic started, I've been going through the self checkout, not ringing up everything. So. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're, I mean, I, mean, well, you're I buy income. all the organic fruits and then I just ring them up as regular. I'm like, oh, I'm about to eat healthy. That, that that's <laughs> that's how I did for years, man. That is how I did it, man. You would you, I would go through and get like a big bag. Okay, here's the real hustle right here. You go through and you get yourself a big bag of of nuts or something, right? Those uh, expensive ass nuts. The ones that you know, like like the what, what's the ones, the almonds and the macadamians or whatever. Yeah. And then and then you just grab like a, a simple basic ass amp, apple and you look at the at the tear weight, the tear number, and then you go up in there and you put the stupid ass thing on the weight and you put in the tear weight yeah, exactly. for your shitty basic apple. It's like boop boop, two dollars for you know fifty dollars <laughs> worth of exactly. macadamians. Hey. You know what? It gets hard out there. It gets real hard out there. I don't do it anymore. I stepped away from those days, but I encouraged I encouraged the youth to keep doing it because fuck them. Hey, right? we, did, we didn't we didn't need a pandemic for that to happen. I was doing that before. <laughs> yeah, I know we did. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that way before. Like because when you live in a bigger city, the cost of living is insane, and uh, you kind of got to figure out ways to cut corners and figure out how to I mean, make shit Atlanta's work. Not, Atlanta's not California. Like, we, like, stuff here is still affordable. Like, if you're in downtown, we know not to get gas or nothing from downtown Atlanta because it's going to be a little bit more. But once you go to the outskirts, everything's affordable. Mm. Now, California... I went out there and gas was a whole dollar fifty more expensive. I'm like, damn. And then like everything is just more expensive. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not moving here. I'll come visit. Well, I'll why, stay out. I mean, why would you though? I mean, when you have a thriving scene and you guys are still going and you're still, you know, uh, you guys are still keeping it going. I mean, why would you go out there? Cause like when you think about places like 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 just these these fucking um these 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 epicenters of comedy like los angeles at the comedy store you know you hear comics talk about on their podcasts all the time is like that it was a it was a golden the the golden years of comedy out there was really smashing and yeah why would you want to relocate to another place where they are telling you that i mean you can't even have dinner you can't do and, and here's another thing things close after 10 like like covid has has like like I gotta okay it's ten o'clock guys I'm good I'm not gonna infect nobody everybody you know like like why at ten like what a weird thing like I don't I don't understand these double standards and and that's been a huge debate obviously in this yeah country. yeah they, they act like COVID goes home after a certain time right right it's like after dark COVID you know like only during the day uh, COVID doesn't come out and then at night here it comes to get you. The shit that pisses me off is like the places that require you to wear a mask to enter, and then after you go in, they're like, "All right, you can take it off." Yes. What the fuck was this for? What right. Was this for? Like, really? <laughs> exactly. So if I walk to the door without a mask, you'd be like, "Oh no, you you had it, you had it." Then I walk in and just like it all. They're like, "Oh yeah, you welcome to the party." I'm like, "Really? Okay, okay." Just that easy. It's okay. just that easy. I mean, I just it it doesn't make a lot of sense. They like sent the kids back. Now they're sending them back home. I, I just it doesn't. This is gonna this is gonna be a, a group of dumbass kids that's like being coming up like in the world now because they're they're not in, they weren't in school first to begin with like they wasn't going to school at all because every week was a fucking break. Right. Now, I think they should have took all the breaks from like this entire school year because you're at home like fuck you need a break for like right. Christmas break and all this shit. I'm like no you're gonna go to school like right, uh-huh. right. You're, you're home you're on the computer take your ass to school. Well, you so, you have a son and uh, is he in school is he is he old enough he's, for school? He's, He's in pre-K, so he's he's actually in the actual building right now. 
Oh, okay, okay. So, so, oh yeah, because you guys didn't shut down. You guys are just going with well, it. Well, a lot of the schools were. Well, he goes to a private you know, academy, so there's not more than what six kids in his class, and then like parents can't go into school. Like mm. we can only come to the door and be like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up so and so." Right, right. They send a kid out, okay. so we can't go in. So they take the precautions and whatnot. Mm. But as far as the public schools, they have an option. You know, you can do virtual or you can go in. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but once things shut back down, I think they'll be fully virtual again. But right. I mean, even parents are sick of that shit. So parents really need to get the paycheck for putting the kids to school through yeah. this stuff because they're the ones doing all the work. Teachers are just typing up the plans and then just hey, do this, do it on camera so I can see you. And then they log off. The parents actually got to sit there and see how dumb their kids really are. So it's um, true. It's true. And I feel bad for people who don't have that. Me and my wife work from home, so it was kind of a natural transition for us, and we kind of always. Um, we kind of always were, uh, we wanted to homeschool our son. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. agree, lovely ladies. They, they went over, they kind of went overboard with the COVID. But we, uh, you know, it, it, it works out, but it's still like I'm doing the majority of the teaching. And I mean, we still have our moments. And, and my son, like, he, he can be, you know, he can just butt heads and he's six. Um, and, he, I mean, he hated school, and so this was kind of a natural. Transition. I can relate to him. <laughs> well, me too. I hated fucking school too. Like, it, and the problem was is that once he came, when he got out of school, you were right. Like, you get to see how, how, um, not how dumb he is, but but how how underserved the the public school system is, and because we sent him to the public school here in in Ohio, and. Uh, he hated it so much, and when he came home, he was in first grade. It was back in March. He he still couldn't read. He couldn't read a goddamn word, barely. And in within two months, this dude is is rocking out Pete the Cat all day long. He's just and now and now he's just fucking shit. Like he he is murdering it, and and to the point where he we we had a we had him test. Well, he we didn't have him tested, but the school district sent out these uh, tests to just get an idea. Virtual school does suck, but but the good thing is that I can teach him, and we and he's learning, and and he's reading at a third grade level now. So it's it makes sense for us, but it doesn't make sense for a lot of people. Yeah, it is good bonding time. Um, hold on, let me see. Can can you ask Marlon what he thinks of LeBron winning a chip for LA and are Ohioans happy for him or hating? Thanks. <laughs> um, I, I I can answer that easily. Like I love LeBron. I do. Like as long as he won a chip for Ohio first and then went elsewhere and did it. Like is I know he went to Ohio, won a chip first, and then came back to Ohio, got us a chip, and then went to LA. LeBron's at the end of the day, he's from Ohio, so. A win he gets anywhere is a win for us. So true. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll I take, take it too. It. I because love LeBron still to this day. And Ohio fucking sucks, dude. Like I don't like it here. It's fucking not a. It's not the best fucking state to be in. I just. I mean, it, it, it depends where you're at. I, I love coming home. Uh, and, yeah. You know, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay for a long time. But I love coming home. Oh man. It just. I come back only because family's there. Like the family yeah. members I care. Now, that's the food, the food up there is way better to me. Shut up, yo! You're lying. Ohio there's, food like, is better. I, I swear, there's there's no Puerto Ricans in Atlanta. There's only Mexicans. Like I need to cook, <laughs> I need to get my Puerto Rican food fixed. So I come home and get Puerto Rican food. I put it in the cooler and then I bring it back here. And then people are like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, "Yeah, Spanish shit. You don't know nothing about this." They think Mexican. They think Mexican and Spanish people are the same thing. Now. Right. I'm like, "Oh." 
Yo. One likes burritos, one fries them deeply. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's two man. different things. Totally, so totally. No, I, I got Puerto Ricans in my family, and like even their rice is different. They put in like these little um what the hell do they call it? Uh the, the beans? Yeah, the little tiny beans. I can't yeah. I always forget what they're called because whatever, but the black, uh, I think they're they're black beans, I think. No, 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 not the black beans. They're like little I can't gandule gandules. Um maybe Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Uh, I don't know. It's like I'm Mexican, and my my aunt she she uh, she throws down in the kitchen. She's the oldest, but she married a Puerto Rican. So they sort of got. Thank you, thank you. Your favorite today, gondoles. I can't gondoles. speak goddamn word in Spanish. But uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's so there's these little beans that they put in the rice. But I mean, just the way they flavor it, just the way they cook it, it's just so different. You're right, man. It's so funny that people just look at like if you speak Spanish and you have a little pigment to your skin, Mexican. Yeah. It's like there's no other like there's no other form of now they now they know how Chinese and Japanese people feel when they say like y'all the same people. No, they're not. They're completely different people, and they look different. Like I'm sorry, but like they look completely different. But Them Koreans, Cambodians, are like they're completely different. Different. People like, oh, different. same thing. They got the, the eyes. I'm like, no, it depends on how wide their eyes open. That's how <laughs> it depends. <laughs> but the, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. Like, you're right. I mean, there's like, like, because some, like, Japanese uh, people have more of like an upward. Um, hey, some, somebody, somebody thought you were white. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks I'm white. It's fine. I, don't I thought care. you were white. Yeah, that's fine. It's <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I'm half. I'm half Sican. I'm 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 a Chikonki. Oh, he's half Sican. Okay, I, I'm a okay. Chikonki here. Uh, let's see. Same. They reach rhyming words your versus top is half white. <laughs> he said your top is half white. Yeah, exactly. But this. All right, thank you, your favorite today. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, they reach rhyming words versus consonants, etc. That would help kids with sounding out words. Yeah, you know, hey, Wooby, what's going on, buddy? I thought you were spinning right now. Spamming you. Are you spinning right now? Are, are you, like, in my chat while you're spinning on your channel? <laughs> Is that what's happening right now? Is, is he is he is he cross promoting on on your channel? No, no, no. Um, he's just I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was. I was gonna raid your ass right after this. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he he stopped and spammy spins. Yeah. No. Yeah. What you know? What the teaching system? I I don't know. Like he went. He his classroom was full. Like it was like thirty kids in there, and I can understand how they have problems. You know, getting on with with each kid, and with like you have a kid who goes to a private school, so you have that more one on one thing. So I'm sure he's flourishing, yeah. but my son doesn't work like that, and he he really, oh man, the the he really picked up. I don't even know how it worked. Like I don't even know how I was able to teach him because I did most of the teaching. My wife definitely did some teaching. I'm not trying to take away from my wife, but. I'm fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> like, I don't. I can barely read myself. The name of my show is We Speak English Good. So, I mean, if that gives you any indication of where I sit with the English language and reading and such, that's where I am. But so I, I don't even know. It's it, it, it was it was just it's just such a weird like some of the shit that I, I'll just skip it. I'll just be like, you don't need to do this. You know this. And his mom will make him do each section. I'm like, no, no, no. We don't need, you know that, you know that, we're done. Let's get out of here. But um, yeah. So I don't know, man. These these shutdowns, they've been uh they've been out of control, man. And and 
I've just been. I mean, I heard I heard Biden plans on shutting shit down. If I knew that, I would have voted for Trump again. Like you better not shut that shit down. <laughs> Did you say again? I mean, I didn't vote for him the first time. But like, it just feels normal saying again. I mean, I did. I promise I didn't vote for Trump. Oh, I don't like, care. But it was funny when he got in the office, but I didn't vote for him. Hilarious! But, I mean, it was fucking hilarious because he's a funny guy, right? Like, like, I think I think the problem is when. Okay, so like, this was my experience when Trump got into town. I was in San Diego in this hippie ass part of town, which which I used to live in. And we we were done with band practice, and we went to the bar after we found out he won. And I swear to God, we walked in there, and there was a whole group of white women, like young white women, just crying their eyes out. And like everybody had this somber look. Everybody was just staring blankly, listlessly staring into their glass, drinking, just like, what happened? I thought it was the funniest fucking thing. I thought it was so funny that I told my wife it was funny. And she was like, fuck you. And and then until this day, she still thinks that I voted for him. Look, nothing against anybody who voted for him. I don't care. Like, I didn't. I didn't I vote mean, for I, him. I, I, saw that I saw the reaction when Obama got elected. I mean, it's, right. it's like, <laughs> from Southerners. Southerners had that reaction when Obama won. They're like, oh, the black guy. Oh, man, let's go burn the cross right now. Like, it's like. Right. I saw that same reaction. Well, I mean, I guess that speaks to just on how ridiculous both sides got on this. Uh, it's it, pretty they, much America would rather have Trump be a president than they uh, than to have a woman. And yeah, but that's pretty it was, much what it that was election was based woman, on. Was like, you want Trump or do you want a woman? And people was like, oh, a woman was going to mess up the White House and do all this stuff. I'm like, oh, really? She's going to get her period or something. I heard that, too. Like, that was so stupid. I'm like, now look at it. I think the woman wouldn't have been as bad. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know because I, I voted for her. I, I voted for Hillary and or Billary and, um, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people just saw through the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, she, they, they both were, were, you know, had the retarded moments. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think I voted for, I think I was going for Bernie. Well, time. yeah, me I mean, too, man. Like, I wanted Bernie, but I, I was in California, so it didn't even matter. I could have voted for fucking Kanye, and, you know, it would have went Democrat anyways, but it was just still like... Many, a, I wonder how many votes Kanye actually got. Like, I know a lot of people wrote him in. I want to know how many <laughs> votes he got. I know several friends. I have several friends, rapper friends, <laughs> that wrote in Kanye and, uh, and, and did it with no shame in their game, which, whatever, vote for you if you want. Uh, it just seems like um, I don't know, man. It, it's the the whole Trump thing. It, what's really interesting is how much of how much of the Mexican vote or, or the Latino vote he got, how much of the Muslim vote he got, how much of the black vote he got, and it went up this time. So if he's such a racist son of a bitch, how did he get so many? so many people of color to to vote for him i mean come out in masses a lot of people of color voted for him i, I mean i'm i'm not new i'm i'm like this is my first time hearing that a lot of people of color voted for him yes sir yes yeah yeah it went up it went up it went up hey um i don't know what to say to that they uh <laughs> it went up a I lot think actually. Like, I, I think they saw america burning and it was like let's see how far how much we can you know, let's see, let's see how much we can. Get. I mean, that's I mean that that's the asshole side of me. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes, like, it's like it's like egging on a bully in school. I'm like, okay, let's see how how much of his ass this kid can kick. Hey, he said this about you, and then you just like watching, like, uh oh, uh oh, there is. Oh damn, he pulled his eye out. Shit. Okay. <laughs> he 
face. Like, well, I didn't know it was going to go there, but hey, it's a fight. <laughs> um, it, no, uh, Hate the Human Race says uh, 60,000 votes. Uh, last he got 60,000 more votes. I'm not sure how that. But also, but, remember remember this, people. Remember when uh, Harambe got killed in the zoo? And Cincinnati. People started voting for him, and he had a lot of votes last presidency. <laughs> Harambe almost won. So, oh my god, this is facts. You can look this up. Harambe actually would have won Ohio if they counted it. Yeah, our sponsor makes a pin that says vote for Harambe. So, I mean, I I was people did it, and people did it. People were vote for Harambe because they would have rather had a dead gorilla than fucking Trump or Hillary. And it's they 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 actually thought Harambe can be Tupac. See, Tupac can drop album after album after he died. Harambe can't run the country after being dead. Yeah, he wasn't in the studio (laughs) as much as Tupac. He wasn't. He he just doesn't have any albums. I wouldn't have voted for. I mean, his bars are weak, man. His bars fall flat. I'll I'll tell you that Harambe's bars are are zero to none. Zero to none. Yeah, no no bars. I mean, he had a lot of bars in the zoo, but I mean, he's just (laughs) he's just. (laughs) That's the only right. bars he has. Oh, hold on. You, you, what was it? Um, oh, my God. That's a little loud. Uh, what is this? Like? Black Latino others who are Republicans. The headquarters for the Black Republicans, I believe, is in Harlem. Well, uh, I mean, and, you know, I love... I, you know what? It's, it's. I just... I can't hate on people who voted, you know, Republican and they didn't vote the same as me because... I feel like there's this balance of power that needs to constantly be challenged. And, and if it goes too far one way, well, then we have people burning down it's, places and going wild. And then if it goes too far the other way, we got crosses burning and people, you know, MAGA hats running people you. over. And Let me tell people something about, you know, politics and religion. It's, <laughs> it's legal gangbanging. That's what it is. Yeah. Like they, they, the police see bloods and crips in the street and they pull them over, like, hey, you can't do this. You can't wear this color or some shit like that. But you can red, blue, or red when it comes to politics. You can, like, religion, you either with Jesus or you with Mohammed. Like, it's like Tukey Williams or whoever created bloods. I forgot who it was. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're, you're, you're going to have two opposing sides wherever you go. It's either this or it's that. You like Keenan or you like Kale. You like peanut butter, you like jelly. Yeah. It's always something. It's legal gangbanging. So it's, Something that you probably won't go to jail for unless you, you know, go too extreme with it, which uh why Trump said good old boy stand and stand up or whatever the fuck. Oh, said. what do you say? Stand by stand back and stand by? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this man? What you like, did you just did you just put out a hit on the country? Did right. You just, <laughs> did you just Yeah, exactly. You I mean and you know, like I I don't I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if the dude's racist or not. I mean, he says some fucked up, crazy shit, right? But but funny. But it, but it was funny. It's I really... Mean, it, okay, we can go back to that because, I mean, he is a funny dude. Like, I like he says, like, that that line when he was, de- he was debating Hillary and she was like, she said something like, blah, 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 Donald Trump. And if I were, if I'm the president or some shit, and then he's like, yeah, because you would go be in prison right now. And he said it with such, like, he said it with such, like, the timing, right? Like, he has that comedic timing. He fucking cut yes. her down. And it was, just, and like, the crowd went wild. And like, that was the 
funniest shit I ever see in my life is that this guy who is running for president is just walking around stalking this woman. I mean, that's awful, but I'm just saying it was funny the way he carried himself and he carried himself all the way to the top office acting like that, just saying whatever the fuck he wants. You have people that said Obama wasn't black enough. Like I'm like, that's I mean, you have your opinion, but people said that we want a black president. Oh, you had him for four years, just this past term. It was Trump. He was the black president you wanted. He got in the office and said everything that he meant that he was gonna say, he did what the fuck he wanted to do, and he didn't give a fuck about it. No. So that was our black president. I mean, people can say Obama was black. Uh, no, Obama was black, but he wasn't the black we wanted him to be. Trump was the black president. It was him. He got in there. He went to Puerto Rico on their soil, call it a shithole country on their soil, and they did not fuck him up. Then after the hurricane came, he came with paper towels and jump shot at them into the crowd <laughs> like like a bounty can soak up all that damage in water from, <laughs> from what he, he jump shot it like 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 Alan Iverson from, from half court. He shot the shot with his mouth. And then with it, he he called the the coronavirus the kung flu, and <laughs> I'm like that was fucking brilliant. It was he, he called it the kung flu. He he went and grabbed women by the pussy, which I'm like that is brilliant. I did never would have thought that like just to grab just uh just grab women by the vagina. Just, and you... then he he did something else like and then during the the recent presidential with um uh, with Biden, he was like, did you just use the word smart? You can't use the word smart with me in a sentence. You're not smart. I'm like, whoo-hoo. I'm like, oh, my God. If I didn't hate you so much, I'd vote for you. Like, just off the comedic Exactly. If, if only he would have stayed in that realm of just being an entertainer because he's a hell of an entertainer. I mean, he had, he had I mean, he had, what, three TV shows, like the, the Apprentice and all this shit. I mean, and rappers idolized him in the 90s, from, <laughs> like, from the 90s to the fucking early 2000s. Like, I want money like Trump. We like Trump and all this and then, like, they turned around and started hating them. I'm like, you can't take back that song you dropped that was hot. Like, you can't. Like, <laughs> that was a hit, was man. Hot. Everybody heard you say it. Everybody heard you say it. <laughs> you can't take it back. Like, I think Nelly had a lot of Trump references in his music. Snoop had a lot of Trump references in his music. It was like, you can't take that back. The record's out. Like, yeah. it's, it's streaming. It's too late unless you go back and re-record it unless you want to chop it. That's a lot of work, though. I, 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 it is. That's just too much. That's just too much. I mean, it, the, the fact of the matter is, is that he 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 was speaking to something, some kind of truth to somebody, right? Like, because I mean, even even in the first time, you know, he had black black and brown people were still showing up for him. It's just that I, you we know, just wanted to see, like, we just wanted to see if this shit was real. That's why we showed up. We was like, nah, he can't be running for president. He's not really. He walked out. He's like, oh shit, this is real. Hey, put this on Snapchat. Hurry up. <laughs> It, we, it, we just come to see if shit is real, like, and then we leave and talk shit about it. <laughs> like, people, like, they're, like when I've been in the South, people are like, um, would you go to, a, would you sneak into a Klan rally? If the food's good, I'll wear everything. Shut I come up. in there like, hey, if the food's good, I'll go. Uh, I mean, <laughs> good food goes a long way, man. It goes a long way. Um <laughs> But you know, uh, I, I don't know. You, it's it, you know, it's over now, and now we have this. Um, the, we have this senile guy and the lady that nobody wanted in the first place. Like when she was running. No, now they now they love her. Yeah, now she's like the savior and the next coming. And it's like, do you guys not know that she like kept people in prison for slave labor? Because if they would have let them out, if she would have let them out of prison, 
they would have actually had to pay for like real labor. They wanted slave labor, and so she kept them in prison. She's an opportunist. She's and, I mean, dirty. I mean, she, she, her and Biden did what they had to do to keep their jobs. You know, they couldn't vote against the shit, so they was like, you know what? I mean, everybody else in my department signed off on it. I want to be that one person, and then be like, no, then they kick my ass out. So I mean, you know, they did what they did to save their asses, but like, and it, it kind of almost bit them in the ass when it came to you know electing them, and now they're in. So now, I mean, anybody but Trump, you know, <laughs> I guess that that's America right now. That, anybody but Trump. And and you know, I I I, I got on board. I did it. I, I I swallowed my vomit and I and I went in there like I'm, I'm like a fucking American and and I dropped my ballot off. But you know, it, it I, I just. It, it's just really weird, you know, like, I mean, she even was saying that, like, she was calling Biden a rapist and shit, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it's just, what it, I guess what I hate about the whole situation is that, it, like, it's so obvious. It's so obvious that they're pandering. It's so obvious that they're, they're, they're taking up these, you know, I, I just don't trust this establishment. These people who are working directly with Wall Street, these people who at the drop of a dime will go blow the fuck out of out of out of out of brown people overseas i just don't buy that all of a sudden now they care about black and brown people here it's like they care about money and so it's just really it just seems a little disingenuous and it's and and, and you but it does need to be talked about you know but it's just it just i don't trust it you know what i'm saying like i, I appreciate it and i appreciate the idea of representation i definitely appreciate that but it's just like it just—it's just so obvious that it's not real, and you know, and everybody's real happy about it. And I don't understand it, but you know, we'll see what happens. We can't—we can't hate on them too much. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I mean, every every election, you know, they talk about reparations and all this bullshit. I mean, that's a, that's a nice talk, but they're not about to give that many black people money like that. It's not going to happen. We even... saw the Chappelle show skit. We saw that skit, and that is 100% accurate. That is exactly what's going to happen. Everything that happened in that skit. Record deals. <laughs> fucking weed. <laughs> he said, what did he say? Popeye's going to be the number one uh, selling chicken place. In the... It's it's real. Like, let, give us all that money right now. I dare them. Like, that'll be a comedy show in itself. Get on social media. <laughs> Guarantee it's gonna these, happen. But these people won't even they these people won't even bail out the country that they decimated. They won't even give white people money right now. They're not giving anybody money right now, except for these huge ass corporations, which is really I think, um I mean it's uh I think Indians got their reparations, but they kept them in like two states. Like they keep them in New Mexico and right. uh, uh I think where else they keep them? They keep them in like that central part of the country nobody goes to, like the, the Dakotas and kind of come down through Kansas and New Mexico and I like to keep them in that area, which is why when that oil thing happened, that, um, they was trying to protest to keep them from building that through the country. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That, that's Piper. where most of them are. And I'm like, oh, that's where they are. They're like Narnians. Like, you know, remember how Narnians, like nobody <laughs> knew they existed, but like when they came out, it was like, oh shit, oh, there they are. <laughs> damn it. I see them. I, I saw one. I saw one. Um, there's, a, there's a Narnia. Like those, those are the Native Americans in this country. Like you rarely see them. Like, but when you do see them, you're like, "Yo, please start a revolution. Please, let's take this shit back." Like, and they're like, and they, they look at you like, "Shh." <laughs> so I think they have some shit coming. They might, think- man. Dude, those Comanches did not fuck around. Like, I, I was reading a book about the Comanches. Let me let me catch up on chat here real quick. Breaking Oregon news where I live. Uh, we are on lockdown as 
as of now, a minimum of two weeks plus, have to stay home, etc. Well, there it is. Where at? Oregon, Where? Oregon, West Coast. Oh, Oregon. Okay. Uh, I mean, Oregon, like, shit, y'all the only place in the country that got a blockbuster still. So, I mean, y'all can stay y'all ass at home. Y'all got <laughs> they just legalized, sure them got They just legalized mushrooms and, like, everything now. It's like, everything is legal yeah. up there now. I mean. Yeah, y'all have a blockbuster. Like, be happy. Like, at least you have that. Eat some mushrooms, fucking smoke some weed, and go to Blockbuster and get your favorite movie. Uh, Michigan is resisting, but walk uh, inspections are increasing What's walk? I'm not sure what walk is. Uh, we will be Oregon soon. Yeah, it, 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 we will be. Yeah, we're going to go back into lockdown. And meanwhile, Marlon's just going to be fucking, <laughs> fucking partying in, in Nashville and partying in I'll Atlanta. party for y'all. Dude, I saw that picture of you with the little Mike condom. That shit was so funny. I saw the little Mike condom. Dude, like, I hate it. I hate it so much. They're like, here, put this on. I'm like, you don't have a manly color? You going to give me one with flowers on it? <laughs> Okay. I mean, I hate the mic. I mean, at the end of the day, I still have to touch the same microphone as you. So, like, what was the point of me putting the mic cover on it? Like, it's not like I suck the microphone. Like, just <laughs> I'm just talking to it. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, they're just being cautious. It, it, I mean, in a place you still Too have late. Your, <laughs> you still have your blockbuster card. Hey, <laughs> shut up! Oh, you still got your blockbuster card. I didn't even know that shit still existed. Um, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I mean that's basically our uh, blockbuster. But yeah, man, I, I it's just a, it's just a weird time, man. It's just such a weird time to to try to uh, be an artist. And uh, I I mean, you mentioned Twitch might be your place. I mean, it might be. I mean, what's cool about Twitch is, and you have your podcast, the Love the Laugh podcast. Which here, why don't I drop another one of a uh, another Marlon uh, link there. You guys go ahead and click around. Marlon has all kinds of stuff going on. Hey, um, you know, maybe it would be something cool for your uh, for your podcast because because um, you because uh, that's how we actually. This is great. This is a great transition because we met on the Melvin Riley uh, press day. Yes, which was a complete shit show, but amazing. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing for us because we we were one of the only three that actually got to ask questions. Uh, That's true. I mean, we got to ask a legend, you know, about just random shit. I guess. I like, I don't even remember what I was talking I mean, about. It, it, I mean, it, it, it was it was a good it was a good time. Um, I still didn't get my follow up. Uh, so <laughs> right? Her. Yeah, me neither. Uh, she 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 kind of like pacified us with like, yeah, just text me and then I will give it to you. So I had to get the footage from you, which right. is like was possible for me to drop that, you know, the seven minute clip, which gave me a break because every week I got to edit two hour videos and, you know, put it out. So that one gave me a break. I'm like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> so that happened. And I'm glad he, he actually shared the flyer on his page. Yeah, uh, so. he did. He did. Which was really awesome that they, they, that they did actually go out and, and share the stuff and they were liking it. Not everybody does it, but he did no. it without me asking him to. How annoying is that when your fucking guest just refuses? It's just like, will you just share the fucking thing? Like, that's all I'm asking. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, I really don't ask them to. I mean, oh, it's, you got it's, to. I'm like, if you, you do it on your own will, that'd be awesome. I don't like asking people to do stuff. Right, that, right, right. Like, obvious. If I have you on the show making you look good, I would promote it. So, I mean... <laughs> They they'll share it to like the story. I mean, you know, it, it disappears after twenty four hours. But I'm like, it'd be cool if we share it on your page. I'm not trying to get followers from you, but it'd be cool like people see the whole interview. Right. So, you know, because one retweet or one share could take you far. Like yeah. somebody can watch it, be like, oh, I like this kid. Let me sign him to this deal or something yeah. like that. You holding me back. So now, 
I got to keep tagging you in it, hoping you share it. So that's why yeah. I keep tagging. Well, I, I usually, this is my line. I, I say, uh, feel free to share this on your social media platforms mm-hmm. or websites. Feel free. Not like do it stupid, but yeah, sometimes you want to. I had this one guy actually tell me is like, I'm taking a break from social media and I just can't, I just won't break my promise to myself. And I'm just like, okay, but what about afterwards? Can you do that? And he just never, you know, like he's taking a week off. It's like a week off social media is going to fucking save your life or something. Which I love Neil, by the way. I, I'm, I'm not talking shit about Neil. I am. A no, no, you're good. You're <laughs> yeah, good. I'm it's, talking it's, shit about Neil. I, 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 <laughs> But but it's just it's just I started I like I was supposed to do that podcast two years ago and I was bullshitting on it because I was busy I was too busy to do a podcast so I'm like I'm in the house and stuff you know these people are in the house uh, I might as well interview them because I know they're not doing anything if I'm not doing anything right, so right. I might as well interview them. exactly exactly this was like the perfect time to start reaching out and uh, trying to exactly. get those big guests because what the fuck else are they doing I saw Maya Maya. On on this like weird fuckers like these weird weird dude and and I be watching that like I'm like how did he get an interview? What the you know fuck who I'm talking about, don't on? you? Do you know who I'm talking yes. about? Okay, yes. okay, and the guy who talks like this, and he's like this. Okay, okay, and was it because you were doing research for D Rock? Do yes. not have him on your podcast. He is a fucking scammer. He's a fucking. Um, it's, yeah, I'm not. I'm, it's all lies, bro. It's well, exactly. First of all, we can take a moment here and just agree. How the fuck did he get Maya to talk to his weird ass for however long he did? Actually, I, I had actually reached out to Maya, and her team was like, she, uh, she, she's not available for interviews at the moment. But like around January, reach back out to us, and you know we can get you. On screen, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. Um, it was worth me trying. So, I mean, I'll wait to January if it's Maya, right? Awesome. Exactly. Cause, it's cause fucking I have, Maya. I have about because I have about 45 Moulin Rouge uh, questions for her. So, that video, dude. That video. <laughs> there were so many adolescent moments in that video for me. Uh, <laughs> hey, cool. Welcome, welcome. Uh, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me read what your favorite today. Let's see if she's making fun of me again. Um, let me see. Uh, we used to call our blockbusters card an HIV negative card. Like, hey man, you bring your own HIV negative card? What? That don't even make sense. How dare you? How dare you say that? <laughs> How you doing, Adam? Welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. We're just talking about <laughs> we're just talking about weird people that we met through podcasting. But <clears throat> first of all, I want to talk about D Rock because uh, first of all, like. D- the Melvin Riley pod- podcast that we did was like a media day, and um, he had several different interviewers on, and we all were supposed to get a chance to talk. Marlon was first, I was second, and then some girl was last who, I don't know what her agenda was. She had, yeah, she had terrible questions. She was just, I was sitting there sweating for her, uh, and it seemed like Melvin was just like, what the fuck is this person? Like, he, he, like he, he asked her to repeat herself a couple of times. He was like, what? I'm like, ooh, I'm glad I'm not begging her. Right? I got high for her. I started steaming. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. Like, you get, I, ooh. Uh, but, but, so, so what ended up happening with Melvin Riley, who was the singer for Ready for Ready the World, for yep. and had such hits as Oh, Sheila, and uh, Let Me Love You Down, or, or Love You yep. Down, and um, classics, fucking amazing classics. And um, 
So so the whole interview got interrupted because there was started having his dog started having puppies. <laughs> and so he was like, all right, I got to go. I got to have puppies now. And he and he brought it back and showed us. It was nice. And I was I was stoked. I was like, hey, I got my two minutes in with the with dude. And, you know, if nothing else comes of this, this is a good story. But so D-Rock Bowman, um, his ass, like because it was starting they were starting to wrap up and he's just like. Hey! Hey! <laughs> asked, do, you, do you remember that? Like, you remember how like aggressive I, he was? I was I was watching him. I was like, is somebody gonna answer him because he's gonna keep yelling? <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I used to play bass for TLC and all this other shit. And 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 like when I heard him, and in the moment, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And you know, I forget. I I we exchanged information and. We were, uh, you know, like I, I booked him on the show and he came on the show and like he had an entire, we'll get to your question, Cole. I'm just going to, I'm going to just, uh, tell this little bit. If you guys missed, if you guys missed Monday, I did about 45 minutes to an hour just going through his Facebook Going through, did you did you do any research on this dude other than those videos? I, I mean, I got his I got his name, but it's just like I got overwhelmed to do any research on him. But I mean, now that you tell me what you found, I'm like, yeah, dude. His Facebook, okay, so he claims that at thir- at the age of 19, he got 30 million dollars with LaFace Records, and LaFace Records, of course, had TLC, Tony Braxton, Babyface, L.A. Reid, obviously was a murder outcast. Of the- outcast. Yeah, like just just a murder ass lineup of of amazing talent out mm-hmm. of Atlanta, right? Atlanta, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, you know, he he said that he got a thirty million dollar deal through Babyface, and 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 then in two thousand five he got like a two hundred and eighty million dollar deal with Sony, and in two thousand five. And so when I'm listening to him talk about this shit, I mean, I'm pressing him because like I asked him, I was like, you know, I, when I'm looking for your name, I don't see your name in any credits. Like I don't see any pictures with them. And, and somebody who is making $30 million, you would think there'd be some pictures. You're going to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to the pictures. There's going to be, you know, he's going to be everywhere. He's going to be all over the credits. And there's nothing, exactly. nothing, nothing. And, and he, he sent me this video of him, him playing with Tony Braxton which was, you couldn't really see his face, so it was just some blurry dude in the background just smashing away on the drums. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, as I'm looking through his Facebook, bro, like it's like it's like these weird-ass-looking girls, and I'm not trying to say anything awful, but they just not really proportionate in the right place. I don't know. Like, it was just a weird... <laughs> like, it looks more like he was a pimp, then he was a record producer because his supposed $270 million company that was on Facebook had 36 likes and it had just this lady posing in her underwear with her like legs spread open with like no TOS, but it was just <laughs> the strangest thing. And and so when I'm researching him, you know, I'm overlooking it. I'm just like, well, maybe this is just, you know, he's bad at marketing and maybe he's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I talked to him for like two hours. I had this motherfucker on for two hours. And he's just saying, yep, no, yes, no. And, and, and you know, and as an interviewer, you know how painful that is when, when you have to sit there and pull teeth. And so um, 
it was just a mess, dude. And and so Monday we went all over it, and I won't bring it all up again, which I already did. But uh, you know, it, it was just such a it, it was embarrassing. I, mean, I, have a, I have a bullshit detector, and I know like some people, some of these people that you know that we was online with. I mean, during that interview, and a lot of other people that I see, you know, with podcasts, they they're doing this pure out of boredom. There's no motivation for it, and they're just doing it, you know, to get on camera or get a conversation with a celebrity. Pretty much. Right. So, I mean, I can I can tell who's serious and who's not. Like, you have a whole podcast, like the whole get up, the setup, like on yeah. Twitch, everything. I'm like, okay, this dude's legit. He actually got a podcast, like over a thousand <laughs> followers. He's legit. And everybody else, I'm like, these people's questions look like they're going to be shitty. Yeah. And, like, and I look and, like they're going to be shitty. And, and I and I get that, and I get that that podcast has become so popular, and it's been so inundated by fucking assholes and dipshits that you it's oh D Rock twenty twenty four shut the fuck up, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but it, it's just like I understand why people are guarded about going on and 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 have and going on yeah. people's shows, just random people's shows, because it's like holy shit, it's like. You don't know what you're getting into. And if and here's the thing. I send out links every time to every guest. I'm like, here, please check it out first. Please yeah. do a little bit of research. But I guess no, you don't have to, whatever. But, you know, like, like it's really weird because we get into the weeds here. We'll talk about whatever. You know, we'll talk about Trump and stuff. And that freaks people out sometimes. And so, I don't know, man. It, it's just... I. You you gotta do a little research. You gotta be guarded because these people are crazy out here, and they're, they're they are trying to just talk to Maya. And then, what's funny about that interview, and what's funny about the interview that that dude did with D Rock throughout the whole thing, he's like, "Do you want to be on my team? Do you want? I I would love to come work for you, and we could work together." And we we and like I'm just like, "Oh my god!" So I reached out to that dude, and he told me that he got a CIA, some guy in the CIA, to do a background check on him, like. It's like people just have access to the CIA like that, but but he did say that he was sort of confirming some of my suspicions, and that was enough. That was enough. You know what I mean? So, anyways, you're, you're, you're lying. So that, I I don't like liars. And then he at the end of all that, he's like, "Can I be on your podcast?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I didn't say anything back. I should probably tell him no, um, because that's the right thing to do. Okay, let me get to this question for for Marlon because. Um, uh, uh, oh, Cole. Cole asked it a while ago, so I'd love to make sure that uh, that gets asked. So you see it. What is Marlon's favorite stand-up comedian? And I love that you gave options, Cole: Jerry Seinfeld, Steve Martin, or Robin Williams. Maybe. So out of those three, you... who would be your favorite? And then we'll... oh, out of those three, um, uh, I would have to say Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I, I had to say Seinfeld. Like. Um, I, I love Robin Williams, but I've, I've never really paid attention to stand up. I was more a Robin Williams fan when it came to the movies. Mm. He's a great comedic actor, yeah. everything. Like he's great all around. He he's the previous generation's Jim Carrey. Yeah, I mean, when it came to characters mm. and you know being versatile, you can do a serious movie, you can do a comedic movie. So Robin Williams was, was the great was the great one. But Jerry Seinfeld, stand up wise, I take Jerry over um, Steve Martin. You know, <laughs> well, Steve Martin's but a quitter. Yeah, he quit. So I'm like, he, he. I mean, but you could say the same thing about Chris Tucker. Oh, hey, Chris. By the way, Chris Tucker was on those. Uh, uh, he was on the Epstein logs. You know, Jeffrey Epstein. I just had to throw that in there. By the way, yeah, Chris. No, I've seen Chris Tucker live, and when I saw him, he was like still doing the smokey and like 
every time he would do like like a long bit, he would be so winded afterwards. He'd be, <sighs> and to be honest, but, I was see, not. Chris, Chris gained a lot of weight. He did. He lost a lot of it. But Chris, um, for a long time, he stopped. He he stopped doing stand up. Um, right before rush hour happened. So like mm. they he seen the check. Oh, I can get twenty million a movie. Sign the contract and like just he kicked stand up to the curb and then. When, you know, Rush Hour slowed up and the movies started slowing up and he had his tax issues, he stopped doing movies and he had to come back to stand up. And then, like, you saw, like, firsthand, we like, damn, he ain't been doing nothing at all. Yeah, but so, I, mean, I feel like he hadn't been to a comedy club in years from what I saw of him. And by the way, he was on the Epstein logs. He was flying to Fuck Island with Epstein. So, I mean, I mean, Chris... <laughs> Chris was like he had the potential to be one of the biggest comedians. In the yeah, world he's funny. He was funny, like no doubt about it. The dude I mean, was look funny. at look at the guy. He went from Def Comedy Jam and then to to being Michael Jackson's best friend. <laughs> That's crazy. That is so like, crazy. I'm like, this guy is Michael Jackson's best friend. Wow, and he's been around Atlanta hitting open mics. He'll come to an open mic and just, um, hey man, um, can you just put me up. Just don't say you know, don't say my whole name. Just bring me up as Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> Just, I'm like, okay, bring them up, and then like I'm like I just love the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring them up to something like this, like, hey guys, uh, coming up next, you know, got a new guy coming up. Um, he wants to try comedy. You want him to try? Can y'all get somebody a chance? They're like, yeah. All right, give it up for my man Chris, and then I put the mic in the stand and just let him walk out. And be like, yeah, Chris, I got all this shit. So I mean, it was a while where he he has to kind of do some stuff from Friday or the people would just tune them out. Right. Like it's, that's how big his smoky role was. Yeah, They're like, yeah. you got to say something Friday. And then like, he has to be in the mood for it. And he'd be like, Hey man, or something like that. And I'm like, okay, that should pass the fine. But he hates, he hates doing anything Friday related. Well, I could imagine. I wouldn't want to be stuck doing that. I mean, like when you look at how comedy is today and how, how comedians just, they, they, yeah. Uh, lovely. Can you, can you remove that? Or I, I don't know how to do that. I wish I could do it from here. I'll, I'll do it myself. But uh, anyways, whatever. Spam, bot spams, assholes. Don't feed the trolls. Okay, no problem. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I saw your comment. Hey, Tony probably didn't make that much. Yeah, yeah. Tony wasn't making fucking $270 million on one contract, especially in 2005 at the rise, with the rise of Napster and iTunes. The whole record industry took a dog shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks to LimeWire. That's LimeWire's fault. LimeWire too. Yeah, man. LimeWire for sure, for sure. Um, and let me see. Let me make sure I didn't miss it. Ah, the point with the points. Um, Tony. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, oh wait, wait, hold on. The ladies vouched for him. Well, one did. They said he never stayed or slept with the ladies, but he did visit the island. Yeah, and that's weird. Yeah, he, he said he, he said he did visit the island, you know, for for a charity purpose. I mean, I believe him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, it's weird, right? It's just weird. It, it, and it sucks that anybody who's associated with him, like Bill Gates, you know, we, which I don't know, fucking Bill Gates is questionable still. But it, yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's still, it's just. You know, I want to give Smokey the benefit of the doubt. You know, like I, he seems like a nice guy, and and you know, whatever. He, and, he he went viral over the years. I think like after you know the rush hours dried up, like mm-hmm. his next viral moment was when Kanye said George Bush didn't care about black people. And then you looked at Chris's reaction, and he's like, "Shit, um, coming up next." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is so fucking funny." I love. Oh that. my god. I love it. I I I loved that. I loved that Kanye did that. I love. I loved that Kanye would just get up on stage and just fuck everybody's vibe up. 
I fucking loved it. He, I love that he, he's that guy. I love that he fucking started a church. I loved his last album. I thought it was amazing. I, hey, I, I went to one of his church services. Shut up. How was it? Was it crazy? Dude, like I didn't like I was like, this can't be real. Like he this one wasn't outside when he came to Atlanta. He went to an actual, you know, church and did it. And the only like deal was the church was like, all right, you can have your service here, but whoever comes has to listen to a church service. I'm like, oh, so church was two and a half hours long that day. We was back there yarning like, when Jesus coming out? Like, who, who's, <laughs> who's like, like how, how many offerings are going to take up? And T.I. came, uh, Two Chains was there. Uh, I think Jermaine Dupree was there. Like, it was star-studded. It was free. But, like, the members, like, you could tell they didn't want us there. They're like, y'all don't even come to church. Y'all just came to Kanye. I'm like, duh. Well, yeah, duh. Fucking Kanye West. I heard that the services are free, but the the merchandise is not. He didn't have merchandise Mm. at this one. Oh, cool. Uh, It it was just, like, he he bought his choir out, and he came on there, and, like, he was kind of directing them. He didn't really say much at first, and then he got on the microphone. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, rant time. He's about to rant. He's about to rant. He's like, people judge me. I'm like, here we go. The famous rant. Let's go. And he, he ran it for about an hour and then he gave the mic back to his uh, choir director and he just directed the crowd. And then the end of the service, you know, he shook a couple hands, but then he went back to the, you know, the dressing room. But like, I got to say hi to him. He's like, what's going on, man? I'm like, yo, Jesus said hi to me. What the fuck? Like, yes. I'm a fan of Kanye. I mean, his, me his shenanigans, not so much, but like his music I love, definitely. I love his shenanigans. I love it. I mean, but that's the side of me that also. Some, some of his shenanigans. Some I love some of them. Some oh, of them I don't. Right, you probably didn't like the what? What? Tell me what you didn't like. Um, you know him. You know slavery was a choice and all that bullshit. Like, oh yeah, that, that's a, that's a little rough. <laughs> that's a little rough. <laughs> but like the Taylor Swift thing, like it's still funny awesome. to this very amazing, <laughs> amazing. I love it so much. You know, and, and it's the um. I, I, I thought you were going to say the Trump thing, but I thought that was funny too. Like, I just thought it was great that he oh, was. Oh, wait, yeah, because he died as hair blonde and he wouldn't go visit Trump. I'm like, look at Johnny Quest. Look at him. He <laughs> looks like the kid from Home Alone. Like, I roasted him so bad when he died as hair blonde and then went to the went to Trump Towers with, the, with overalls on. I'm like, that's Johnny Quest. It's, it's Johnny Quest, people. But I like Kanye. I love Kanye. I love. I mean, he's he's fucking wild, man. He's he's like legit. You know, uh, legit has mental issues, and but he is a fucking genius. He is a fucking him breaking TMZ's cameras is funny. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. They have a they have a lawsuit against him currently for breaking cameras, and I think they were watching him walk down the street one day, and then like he was cussing them out so bad he didn't notice a sign that he was about to walk into, and he ran into that sign. And you can hear it, boom, and then he's like, "Stop fucking recording me!" I'm like, "He's mad because you ran into the sign, <laughs> right?" Like that—that's the only reason. Uh, let me see what. Uh, thank you, lovely. I, I really, really appreciate you timing them out. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, you watched that moment on Beast Stream today, okay? Uh, I believe it. Those ladies that came forward told everything on everyone who participated. Did you watch the documentary? Uh, are you talking about Epstein and stuff? Um, hate the human right crazy. Glad to see our country is so vigilant on cracking down on sex trafficking rings. Said sarcastically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, the, the, I, I didn't see the documentary, but I listened to a podcast that was pretty in, in extensive on the, on the whole thing, and, and it was gross. It's just so gross how much that people 
I mean, the women are going to talk if the if if their if their thumbs are being greased. That's why it took so long to lock R. Kelly up because the money dried up. Damn. The money fucking dried up. If that was the case, if that was the case, surviving R. Kelly would have been out in the early two thousands. Like that would have been out a long time ago. Like it's like it just came out last year. So right. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna talk like when when everyone shit stops benefiting for them. I'm not saying all that sexual shit is right. It's not, but I mean, and, and when they come out, yeah, they're strong for doing so. But like. It shouldn't like it shouldn't take thirty other women coming out to, for you to be like, "Hey, I was touched too." You know, you need to say that shit. You know, because you never know who will have your back. Mm-hmm. We might we'll have your back from jump. Like, like I believe you. Now, Bill Cosby came out with that shit, and we was, he was like, "We rate he raped what? You no, know, he he roofied forty five women." I'm like, Bill, nah. And then I saw the pictures of all the women. I'm like, oh, ooh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, this is. The dude from the Cosby show, that Bill Cosby, the one with the sweaters, the, the blind one, he's roofing people. I'm like, you sure? And then, like, they gave him three years. I think he's been in there two now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's about to get out. But I'm like, it's still hard to believe. I know, I mean, it happened, obviously, because he was, he's in jail. But I'm like, ah, that's so hard to believe. But R. Kelly, I'm like, yeah, I totally 100% agree that. Yeah. Uh, he did that well i mean there's video evidence you know like it's hard to dispute video evidence but even through all of this i'm still stepping into the name of love i'm still i still believe i can fly you know and, i still and, and see i still listen to the music but i tell people i'm like look i'm a fan of r kelly mm. i'm not a fan of robert i don't know who the fuck that is <laughs> robert is it's a different person robert like, is a crazy r. Kelly's person. music is out here r kelly's music is out here it's going to always be out here it's streaming now yeah like yeah, no it's one like canceled when it comes music. on the radio. Yeah, when it comes on the radio, I'm like, fuck, this is my song. All right, when the world is fed up, I'm like, okay, cool. But like after it goes off, I'm like, you know what? That's uh. but I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, I'm about to go on the road singing R. Kelly songs. He can't sing them. So who else <laughs> somebody's got to make that R. Kelly money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, I'll more? make that R. Kelly money. I'll sing the songs for him. Let's, let's go, dude. R. I mean, he's just. It was just such a. That was one of the weird ones because it was just so obvious and he just kept doing it. Like he would get in trouble and then he would do it again. The problem I have with them. I'm like, look, if you would stopped after the videotape got released, you'd be free. You like we would have stopped caring. We'd be like, okay, he learned his lesson. Then you dropped the gospel album. I'm like, oh, he's fully changed. Okay. <laughs> he's a man and then you went right back to doing the same shit you was doing before, just low-key. And then recently, uh California legalized pedophilia. So I'm like, damn, if R. Kelly had only waited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. If only he had waited and started stopped trapping out the wrong trap house, you could have got away with it. You're, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, people have canceled R. Kelly, and I'm, I mean, I'm not blaming you for no, it. No, no, no. We we should cancel. He should go to prison and rot there forever. If not, fucking taken out back in. I want to. I want to see if he's going to get time or not. I'm like, I mean, is he going to get time? I fucking can't no. take pedophiles. Like that shit to me is the fucking worst. So, you know, um, I, the, the Michael. The, the the Michael Jackson doc, um, that was I didn't watch that one, but I heard it was bullshit, so that kept me from watching. Well, the, because those kids ended up coming, he, he kept yeah, legalized pedophilia. We'll get to that. Um, in California, they just made it a law where you can, um, where if you if you're 24, you can have a 10 year gap between. But if it, 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 and so meaning that you can have a 10 year gap, you could be with a 14 year old potentially. Mm-hmm. And it would be okay, but it wouldn't be okay. But it would they would leave it up to the judge whether or not you would get a uh, what do you call that when you get a sex crime? What is that? 
um, uh, uh, sex offender. Yeah. So the 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 judge can decide whether you're a sex offender. Uh, or or if they'll just let it go, which if you have enough money and if you're in Hollywood and you have enough money and that just seems to be the way things are out there, uh, Brett Weinstein um, or that Weinstein guy, you know, these people, I seriously do think they kind of legalize it because they're making it possible because it would be an automatic uh, sex offender label before now they leave it up to the judge whether or not they decide if you get a sex offender um uh, label or not rather than it just being an automatic thing which it should just be an automatic thing right like you should just if you're fucking if you're 24 and you're fucking a 14 year old fuck you go to prison yeah you, you should, fuck like, you should have nothing fuck you fuck you nothing and and there shouldn't be no amount of money or no judge that could be fucking convinced that that's not right. Now they're talking about cases like if the kid's eighteen and they were and the girl's seventeen or sixteen or whatever, and they went to high school together and they're high school sweethearts. They're I think they're trying to circumvent that. I think they're trying to say that, but uh, but it really I, to me, I'll it's tell just, you what, like there's only one good thing that's gonna come out of this, and that's them bringing to catch a predator back. I love that show. <laughs> that show was so, so good. That shit was so good. I love that. And Chris Hansen would be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> Like, like the dude will come in the house and put the cookies on the table. And be like, yeah. So what are we about to do? And Chris Hansen will come out to like the cabinet or some shit. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen. Uh, what do you know about the cookies? Uh, I just came. I just came to pray. That's all. <laughs> we I'm came like, really? to pray. Really? I came to pray. Oh, like, yeah. like, like I have not met one person like, like, because you know, when, once they walk out the door, the cops arrest them. Mm-hmm. Like, had I, like, if I know that's Chris Hansen, like. I'm staying in the house all day. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to leave. I'll be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, we just guess it's a threesome. I guess. Like, let's just. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening, baby. Uh, yeah, it's it's not necessarily legalized. It's just that they've made it easier for people to sort of uh, not get that sex offender label. And to me, it just sounds like it's it's free reign for rich pedophiles who can just pay off judges instead of having to face any real like sex offender labels it seems like now if you have enough money you can just pay your way out of trouble um and 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 again like pretty much yeah pretty much in california like pretty much if you get labeled as a sex offender you're gonna get away with it and you're probably gonna smile on your picture when they put you on the sex offender list so that's that's some asshole shit like when you know you got away with it when people smile on their mugshot like take it from cat williams how many have he smiled he smiled in a lot of them and got away. So <laughs> when you smile in your mugshot, you have the money. So you, you have nothing to worry about. Bill Cosby was going to court every day doing fat hour quotes. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't. Right he, he did not care at all. And the, and you could just tell. And like he was doing stand up where he was talking and kind of addressing it and making light of it and shit. And before. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was a cl- it was a clip of a lady mm-hmm. got up and went to the bathroom. He's like, "Be careful! You know what I do when you leave." You yes. Drink. Yes. I'm like, "Dude, like you're going to court for this currently. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> R. Kelly did the same shit. He like he had a, he dropped an album called Sex Panties or something, Black Panties. I'm like, "Really? We're going down this road again?" Okay, R. Kelly, keep on. And they're gonna get your ass. Yeah, it's just it's just man, like. There has to be something, you know, when people get this amount of fame, when people get this amount of money uh, and and their ego needs to be fed and it just keeps on going. I just feel like 
you you know you can get away with anything. People will let you do whatever you want, you know. And, and and if you have the money, if you have the fame, it's okay. And I feel like that people get to a certain point with power and money, and they have everything. And if you have everything, what what else can you do but take power from someone else, right? Like steal, fucking just rape it from some young person, young child. It's just like I just feel like you. But Mike, Michael Jackson had that problem because, like, I'm like, after the first time you got off with the kid, you paid your way out of that. Cool. I mean, they were lying anyway, but, like, you kept bringing kids around. Like, stop. See, that's weird. That's weird. It's weird, stop. Michael. It's weird. I love Michael Jackson. I love but Mike, Michael Jackson. But you kept bringing kids around. Don't. I wouldn't want to see another kid in my life. I'm like, right? fuck them kids. Get that fucking thing off my property. <laughs> Get that thing fuck out them of here. Kids. Get the kid away from me. No, like at least, or at least, like have like one of those, you know, a chaperone, like a supervisor, like be like, hey, I'm here to make sure nothing happens in case any allegations do come up. Like, you, yeah, you can have an amusement park, cool, invite kids over. You know, you want a, a mini Disneyland, that's fine. But like, these kids shouldn't be in your bedroom. No. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. No. So that right there, like that, robbed us of another Michael Jackson album. It robbed us of the tour he was working on because. He fell out the like he fell off the face of the earth because he was like going through it. I'm like, bro, like all you had to do is get the kids away. Like, <laughs> just stop with the kids. All you had to do... Stop with the kids, baby. Shit. Uh, let's see. There are people who want to normalize it, calling it disability, which is so weird. That's way better than it sounded at face. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, Marlon said they legalized pedophilia in California. That everybody, the chat's like, what? And it's like, it's... I mean, I mean that that was my way of putting it, but like, but me, that's how I put it too. It. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, it's, it's, how I it's a way of legalizing it. Like uh it is just you can get away with it. Like here, if I'm in Georgia, like I can't get away with dating fucking 13, 14 year old. I'm mm-hmm. going right to jail and I have to register as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. California, I'm with it. Yeah. It's like California is the devil's land. And when people say that, I'm like, oh, this is what y'all mean. Okay. Yeah. You, I, you can literally go there and do whatever the fuck you want. That's why Weinstein got away with so much shit. For right. so many years. And when you read, um, <clears throat> my wife was listening to uh, Rose McGowan's book, and she in the book she's saying, you know, if you think Weinstein is the worst, that's just the tip of the fucking iceberg. And I it tend is. to believe that. I tend to believe that because the, the people, I mean, when you look at the guy who directed X-Men, that Brian Singer guy, yeah. he was having underage dudes fucking parties like years ago, and he's still making movies. He's still fucking out there doing it. And you know, you know uh, a story that disappeared, like it popped up and it disappeared. I haven't heard shit about it since. Whatever happened to Kevin Spacey? What, what happened to that situation? He got canceled. They took his show away. They, I mean, I haven't Oscars, seen right? him. I haven't seen him in a in a movie since. And that fucked really? up. I, I wanted. To, I, I wish I would have. I wish he would have got caught a little bit later because that ending of that fucking show fucking was, was great. I'm like, fuck. Now I can't watch the ending. God damn it. It's so um, it's so dumb. It like the the they they made it so Claire Underwood was the you know ended up being ended up it, it was just so stupid. Like Claire Underwood stabbed uh their their dude, uh the bald guy in the neck. Yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. really this is how it's gonna end. And it was just ugh, it was so stupid and I know that's rude to say. I wish that I wish we would have <laughs> had the last season, yeah. but you know, I mean, I, I think I think Dave Chappelle had it right, right? <laughs> like, he, I, 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 we're all bummed out. I, I, I knew how the wood was gonna fall like a couple years ago because um, Detroit Gladiator. I toured with one of your people. Uh, I toured with Brandon T. Jackson, so he 
pretty much had his in and outs with Hollywood also. And he's been very vocal about how they've been the past couple of years. And he told me one day, he's like, look, Hollywood's going to fall. And when they fall, it's going to fall hard. Mm-hmm. He's like, because I've seen shit. I've seen a lot. And I know what's in the dark is going to come to light. And I'm like, tell me. He's like, mm, you'll see. And then when it happened, I called him. I'm like, this what the fuck you was talking about? He's like, oh, he's like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. He's like, more people are going to fall. Watch. Mm-hmm. like, uh, and then I seen it happen. I'm like, okay, I see what you mean now. All right, enlighten me. And then he told me the whole spiel. I'm like, okay, awesome. No, what did, what now did I fuck my head up. So what did he tell he you? Um, uh, he, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna say names, but he, he's told me about two of the biggest uh, people in Hollywood in the same bed, in the same hotels, and you know, doing stuff, and who sold their souls, you know, to get in movies who's put on dresses to get in movies and sold their souls and, and everything. And I'm like, yo, and people that have disappeared from Hollywood that can't get another gig, like Orlando Brown. Like he's like, that guy's a fucking lunatic. Like he's, you see him walking around the streets and saying he sucked Raven Simone's titties in the interviews. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And I'm like, they, then they brought back that. So Raven and he wasn't on the show. I'm like, see, fuck up your chance. Like they don't want you on the show. Cause you talking about sucking titties. Look at that. <laughs> You didn't have to say the part about sucking titties. You could have just kept that shit to yourself. Oh, um, I'm like, and then like just after he did that, then they're like, oh, we're bringing that so Raven back. I'm like, oh, I know who's not going to be on the <laughs> No, I, I do. I do think that there is like the, and you know, like what's funny is, is that what's ended up happening with this QAnon stuff, you know, because they think that the deep state is trying to take out Donald Trump for trying to stop pedophile rings, whatever. I mean, the problem is QAnon got written off as this conspiracy theorist thing, but there is truth to it. You know what I mean? There is real truth that there is pedophile. In Ohio, here in Toledo, we had we had fucking sex trafficking, pedophile. It's fucking it's real. It's it's so fucking real. And and the fact that it kind of got shut down. And it's interesting that it gets shut down by the left, the people who you think are are are, are champions of, of justice when it comes to this stuff. But, you know, it's left policy that that legalized uh, pedophilia in California. And it's and it's the left who are who are sort of demonizing this idea of, of QAnon, which, again, QAnon is kind of going out into the weeds a bit, but there is real truth behind these things. And the fact that we're sort of, and I'm not saying I'm a writer or anything like that. Don't fucking get me twisted. But it does seem like there's a lot of fucking like hush up. And let's not talk about that coming from the left and who supports the left Hollywood, who supports the left wall street. Who are these people? These are the people who will sell, uh, fuck, sell their soul in a minute to just get more power. And these are the people who are backing up the people that we think are going to champion us. We, you think that people, you think, you think that fucking Joe Biden gives a fuck about us? No, no. And so it's just, it's really confusing time. And I, I don't know. What, what's your thoughts on that, man? How does that resonate with you? I mean, America's never really going to be a, 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 what you call it? Not, we're not going to be on top forever. Like they, since I was a kid, you know, they've put America on a pedestal. Like this is the best country, you know, like you come here and live the American dream, all this shit. And then like, you see from the other country's perspective, America's a fucking bully. Like they're, they're a bully. And then they make you 
um, they'll, they'll come up with a sob story to make it seem like they were the victims and whatever happened. Um, like I, I'm a military brat, so I traveled a lot and seen and met a lot of people. So when it came to 9-11, I talked to it like I was friends with a lot of people from Afghanistan, you know, the Middle East. And it was like what they're telling you about the Middle East and everything is not true. They said America has been coming over to the Middle East and fucking shit up for a long time. And he said Saddam and them been warning you, like, keep coming over here and fucking up shit. We're going to come over there and fuck your shit up. And I'm like, I can see that happening. I'm like, but I mean, of course, y'all went about it the wrong way. You had to kill that lot of innocent people. I understand that, but they're like, you know, America's, they're like, America's been coming over here for years, killing our folks, like just bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb. So they was like, we're not saying it was right, but it's like we had to, we had to respond, or they was gonna keep doing the shit. So 9-11, boom, plane hit the trade center, boom, hit the Pentagon. It was like that was our, that was our reply to stop fucking with us because we had other shit. And I'm like. Like and they they definitely like they live here, they love America, but there's like that's the real story. It's like they're making it seem like America's just like walking through a flower field, like la da 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 da. Then all of a sudden, boom, what the fuck happened? Like it was like it's it's been coming. It was a long time coming. So and then like you look at the history of you know the Native Americans being here. Um and you know, them bringing us over here and everything. It's not it's not been a perfect country. This country is built on blood, and they they come up with stories on like the sugarcoating, like Christopher Columbus and you know all the the, the pilgrims and the, all that shit. And I'm like, really? Come on now, come on. Christopher Columbus discovered America. Right. Okay, cool. So he was the first one here, just the first guy. Yeah. There was nobody here before. It was just a land full of fucking coyotes and yaks and shit. It was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, that's the story you can stick to. So I actually used to fail my test on purpose. I'm like, he didn't do this shit, and they're like. It says so right here. Christopher Columbus discovered America. I was like, okay, we'll see about that. Give me an F. Give me an F right now because that's not true. Yeah. So right now, I think America's waking up. Like they're they're smelling their own shit, and that's why everybody's panicking. You like you know when you put down bug spray, I mean like in your house if you have bugs, and then like the bugs start scrambling and like trying to find somewhere else to hide that's not contaminated. That's what America's doing right now. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to look past everything that's happening, you know, and actually be a great country. But to me, I think it's like. We're in a we're in a redeveloping phase right now. Like we're trying to figure out who we are and you know patch up whatever you know bad things we have with other countries like North Korea because they definitely want to flatten our shit. Like they're they're so sick of us and and like and it's funny like the only thing that stopped them from doing that was Dennis fucking Rodman and I can't believe it. <laughs> right, people forget it. people forget that fucking Dennis Rodman played ball so well. That he could go to another country and fucking talk people out of bombing us. Like Dennis Rodman of everybody. I'm like, that's who stopped us from dying? Dennis fucking Rodman? Okay. Cool. The guy that got married in a wedding dress that paying his bills. <laughs> the guy that uh, was dating Madonna at one point. He dated Carmen Electra, I believe. Uh, missed, he missed a final NBA finals fucking practice to join the NWL. I'm like, Really? This guy's a legend. He missed the finals practice to go hit Diamond Dallas Page upside the head with a chair. I'm like, this guy is a fucking... <laughs> DDP, bitch! The diamond cutter. <laughs> Bro. Michael Jordan was like, Yo, we were looking for Dennis during practice, and I turned on the TV, and then here he is with Hulk Hogan. Down, 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 world, new world order. I'm like, Yo! <laughs> this is... 
Like, do you know if that happened now in the NBA? Like, they'll fucking suspend that player for like three, four games. Dennis Robin didn't get no fucking punishments. He just no. came to work like, yeah, I'm back, a little sore. You know, I got hit with a diamond, diamond cutter, but you know, let's let's win a championship. That's and then how. and then they did, and then they did. What a <laughs> They're like, you know what? We were going to suspend you, but you got us a championship. So, you know, we can't really say shit. You won. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine some, like, second bench player, uh, second-rate bench player being able to do that. And then fucking, yeah, they would just be like, get out of here. I mean, even LeBron. LeBron brings the fans. You know, like, people love LeBron. Even LeBron couldn't just go out there and just start fucking doing the diamond cutter and shit. You know? Like, <laughs> Like we needed you during the final. You missed practice to join the NWO. You did okay. All cool. right. But he said, but I guess he made it for it because he saved the country from getting fucking flat. So right. It, All hail Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, Rodman for president. We should have wrote in Rodman. Oh what? Yeah. Yo, no, I, he's he's not he's not too stable either. But I mean, he has more. I think people would have voted for him over Trump any day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis I, Rodman, and then he comes and gives his acceptance speech. Like, yeah, uh, so uh, we're going to merge North Korea and America uh, together. And, you know, we're going to play ball in unity, you know? <laughs> we're going to play ball in unity. World peace, one hoop at a time, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Dennis fucking Rodman. Um, the, if he dies, we're fucked. Yeah, I mean, well, who who is going to be the ambassador then? Who is going to smooth things Mike out? Mike Tyson. Mike <laughs> We need another crazy. We do. We just need another crazy guy, crazy athlete to go over there and start working it hard. Super Funk, what's up? Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. That Prime Subs, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that Prime Sub. Mike is like, oh, we want to we wanna go to war. I'm going to bite everybody's ear. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to bite everybody's ear. Take. <laughs> Listen to me now. Um, we're, we're, taking a bite, we're taking a bite out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no but I, I i you know like one thing that you were just sort of saying you know, america we have this idea of ourselves like we're number one and 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 i'm a, i'm a proud american i know we're going through some fucked up shit right now but i i do love yeah. this country i love that i can drink water out of the tap and not die of dysentery i i, I love that uh i have the opportunity Ask michigan there yeah, well, Flint. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> which, which is another. Sh- which was just like, how the fuck? You know how Donald Trump could have won the fucking presidency? He could have took his fucking millions that he got in his campaign, his campaign money, went and fixed the fucking Flint problem. People would have rejoiced around the world. He would have been the fucking hero. If he would have just did something stupid like that, like, I mean, that's not stupid. My bad. I meant, like, if he would have just done something like that, if he would have actually, if any one of these assholes, even like Jeff Bezos and Amazon.com, you know, the one thing about like the BLM movement and, and, you know, we're seeing representation on Amazon and I love that we're seeing Black Lives Matter with, with, uh, with, with these corporations, but these corporations are, they're only buying into this and selling this because it's making them money, which I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing, but I am trying to say that while Jeff Bezos is, is putting on the Black Lives Matter mask. Uh, he's also fucking over his workers who are getting getting shit for pay, not allowed to unionize. Their, their offshore taxes are not getting put back into America. It's getting, it's offshore and it's only making rich people richer. So it's in his best interest. I, I do believe that it's in their best interest to keep us sort of 
fighting against each other. So we ignore the fact that they're robbing us blind and and fucking and and treating their workers like shit. And it's just, I I I appreciate. Again, I'm not against BLM. I'm not against. Uh, I'm I'm not against. I'm not against the representation. But I am. I am against this idea that these people give a fuck. And I am again I'm against this idea that these people who at a drop of a dime will go blow up brown people across the the oceans actually give a fuck about these issues. I mean, it's... they they they, no, they 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 really don't. They they don't give a fuck until we start, you know, you know, blowing shit up here ourselves. And the thing that pisses me off when, you know, every time something happens and you know, like shit starts burning and people start looting, they're like they're looting their own neighborhoods. I'm like, we don't own these neighborhoods. It's, I mean, we're, and we're not definitely we're not burning our own shit down. Who do you think we're we're not doing that shit? Sure, like, Rodeo not, Drive, son. You think I'm not gonna burn my house down? We're not burning our neighborhoods. Like we like from what I've seen, these riots this past year, these are all nice ass neighborhoods, and I doubt those people stayed in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And like, I watch documentaries on the Watts riots and you know the uh, the, the L.A. riots. And I think like the rise we had this year had to be the funniest rise I've ever seen in my life. When I tell you, social media was a frenzy. Like these motherfuckers in Chicago broke into the zoo and freed all the monkeys and then kept the baby ones. I'm like, this is some funny fucking shit. I think in, uh, uh, they looted a train in Wisconsin, like carrying like flat screen TVs. They broke into the train and here, here's a here's an 80 inch. Here you go, take this one, take this one. Um, there was a girl I used to follow on Twitter, and she called herself the uh, the uh, the Alicia Keys uh, bandit. She broke into a piano place and stole a grand piano. And as they're pushing it up the street, she's playing like she's playing a fucking tune. I'm like, yo, this is the most brilliant shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, this is a funny like. So we wasn't burning our shit down. We was just like having fun. That was like people were just out just people were just out just having fun. Like they wouldn't you know they wouldn't hurt nobody. Now when that shit happened here at that Wendy's when the guy, you know, ran from the police and they, yeah. they shot him in the back. The, the girl that burnt down the Wendy's was actually a white woman that he was like dating on the side from having, you know, a wife and kids. Wow. She did that. Wow. So I'm like, that wasn't us that burnt that shit. Like it was like Black Lives Matter started recording people that didn't look like us that just showed up to protest with us. Like, I know we like we let white people like march with us and everything, but we had a camera on the motherfuckers because we're like, we don't know if you're with us or you're just here to get an opportunity. So we're going to record you, and if you do anything fucked up, we're going to fuck you up ourselves. We're here to peacefully protest, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So once they started doing that, like, all the shit died down. Like, the CNN Center here, but after that, like, when that shit started happening, we, like, kind of fucked up the CNN Center. That happened due to the police fucking agitating people. They agitated those people, and the people was like, all right, fuck this. We're done with the peaceful shit. Picked up rocks and started fucking up the CNN Center. It, I mean, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, it's not going to be that many people together, and no shit is going to happen. They burnt cars, burnt police cars, but nobody died. Yeah. I mean, they, they got their point across because I think um, CNN had a standby, you know, logo inside that they was like, oh, they right. We got another one. And the next day they debuted it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, now we got to go burn this one down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it, happens. it happens. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think like the next. Like Biden and Kamala have like a lot of sh- uh, they have a lot of work to do. Like if if they know what's good for them, they would, you know, really take heed to to black issues, black and brown issues. And it's not just black people. Definitely Mexicans don't get their just due in this country. 
and they do most of the fucking work. Like if you look at California, New Mexico, Arizona, that belongs to fucking Mexico. That's Mexico. Fucking Texas, it's Mexico. They belong to them. So I like I don't see why pushing them out is gonna do anything. Yeah, it's illegals and illegals and they bring you know crime, whatever. It's crime regardless in this country, period. I'm not saying other crime is you know greater than other crime, but it's just leave people alone, let people do you mind your business and you won't have to get into shit, whatever. But they need to really focus on the, you know, on black issues because we've seen what's been happening since the Trayvon Martin shit. We've, we've seen like it's been kill after kill after kill after kill after kill with no justice. I think they gave Amber Geiger 10 years for breaking into somebody's house and shooting them while they're eating ice cream. Um, she, yeah, she got 10 years for that shit, but I'm like, it's 10 years. Like, I mean, she's probably gonna get out early. Maybe. Yeah, um, George, George Zimmerman has been arrested numerous times since the, the fucking thing with Trayvon and nothing has happened to him. Um, I think the last time I heard from him was a couple months ago and then like somebody got out of jail in Fulton County, Georgia, Georgia. They was like, you know who was next to me in the cell? I'm like, who? They was like, George Zimmerman. He was in there for a DUI. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, he's just out driving around? They're like, yeah, he's just, they let him out this morning. I'm like, well, how has nobody seen this motherfucker? Like, where is he at? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, I, Spike Lee doxed him. Remember when Spike Lee doxed his ass? They, they like put yeah. his address out on Twitter. I thought that yeah, shit yeah. was hilarious. Um, I think I think that was the problem. Like like America let him get away with that, and then that that made it okay for like the rest of the shit to happen. Like yeah. after that, like the, he he like he should have been an example. Like see, I said George Zimmerman should have been an example. Should have been made out of him, and then that's what to me that's what sparked the whole shit. Of course, it was killings before that, but like that really like every fucking week the Alton Sterling the fucking. Uh, fucking Mike Brown, fucking Tamir Rice, like it was just one after another after another, and then people are like, you don't have to go through, you didn't have to go through it. Why are you mad? I'm like, because I have to fucking see it. You know, like watching this shit, fucking drains you, and it feel like I know I've never been through slavery. People say I don't deserve reparations, but shit, my grandparents are still alive. They seen the shit. My great grandparents still alive. They seen the shit. So I have to hear their stories, and that shit exhausts you. It is fucking fucking like it makes you feel like you were there, the, even the the way they raise you. I'm like, yeah, this is how my grandfather used to do. So I have to, you know, do this. So I'm like, damn, it feels like I was fucking raised by a slave. So it feels like I went through it. I'm not saying I deserve money for the shit, but like it, it's emotionally draining. And that's what people don't get. So I hate when I hear people say, get over it. You didn't go through this. You don't need reparations. I'm like, okay, get over 9 11. <laughs> get, well, get over that. And well, I mean, yeah, I, I I see your point. I see your point. Um, you know, I I want to address the chat here real quick. I, I, I do hate, want... hate the hate the human race. No, it's not fun tearing businesses down. I'm saying it was it was fun to them. It's it's not it's never fun tearing businesses down. But like when you're when you see shit like that happen in the news, then like they're gonna go you're gonna go benefit from from it. You're gonna go loot. You're gonna go burn shit down. You're gonna do what it, what you feel like needs to be done to get you know get your point across because they're not gonna list like we could pro we could peacefully protest all all you fucking want to martin luther king did that shit and guess what he still ended up dead yeah. uh they still whooped his ass they still did everything in the world to him and malcolm x you know was more you know let's go get these motherfuckers he ended up dead too yeah. so it, it's like there's no winning there's this you gotta do what you gotta do i'm not i'm not saying go do this shit don't quote me on that i'm not saying do that but People are going to do what they what they want to do. And if you don't want people to burn businesses down, fucking serve justice. Ain't that what, why there's a justice system? Oh, ain't, that, ain't that why that? I, I, I agree. And with, I, I feel like 
I feel like we're sending, I, I feel like a big problem has to do with the cops. I feel like a big problem with us. I mean, a big problem. I mean, obviously this, the cops are what sparked a lot of this movement. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and my daughter read BLM. Oh, I see. I see. When my daughter's school, uh, district started pushing BLM one work hypocrite hypocrites. Jesus. I can't write. Uh, Apple products with word change. Yeah, you know, it seems like there are changing some. Uh, they're changing facts from from uh, from history, uh, or leaving facts out, which I think can be just as dangerous. But what I was saying with uh, the BLM movement and with cops, I feel like the big problem is that these cops are just so undertrained. They're underpaid. They're overworked. And and you know, I I know there's there's racist asshole cops, and and we you know like. I know that's what's happening. Not, not all cops are but bad. But not all cops are bad. But what we do have is this this fucking this system that sort of that that covers up for their mistakes and, and they don't really hold people accountable. And and again, they're undertrained and they're you're sending people with GEDs who are overweight into these neighborhoods they have no business being in and fucking expecting to make some kind of a change. And I think that's where a lot of the problem is. And, you know, I know there's racism in this country, but I, I don't know if it's, if it's purely just racism. And I think that racism and, and there is some of that, but I think a lot of it just has to do with incompetence and like these fat fucking dipshits are being sent into these neighborhoods, you know, with their guns out like, who are you staying still? You know, it's it's fucking sickening. It's sickening when you see here's, this. Here's the thing. They, they, I, I, you know who I would trust, like, just to be enforcement around the country is like people that were actually in the fucking military because yeah. they actually know how to work under fucking pressure right. like they're not gonna they're not gonna come in guns a blazing like they did you know doing afghanistan because that's what they have to do over there but the cops here want to be like badass military people are so bad i'm like you've never fucking been in the military day in your life you 16, don't know what it's like to 16 be. hours of training of of, of of tactical training 16 hours that's what we had someone was in the chat here a few weeks ago who who was either a cop or, or knows a cop was saying that it was 16 hours of tactical training. Like, are you fucking kidding me? 16 hours for the rest of your career? Like, these people should be it, trained it, it, rigorously. It, it, it you can't have some fat fucking jelly eating donut fuck out there trying to chase down people and, you know, throwing their fat ass around. It doesn't work, man. And I think that I, I, we do need to have some sort of, uh, of overhaul with the cops. And I don't think we just need more cops. I think we need to. And that's what I really liked about the defund the police idea was that it wasn't necessarily defund the police. It was like, hey, let's, let's utilize these funds in a more effective manner instead yeah. of 16 hours a day for weeks. Oh, I see. Is that is that right, Superfunk? See, I'm, you know, I was just going off of what they said. And I'm, I guess I shouldn't just start going. But what's crazy is all this has already happened before. Why didn't the point get across then? How much more needs to happen? Uh, that's what it should be. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, I agree. Sixteen hours a day for weeks. No, I think it should be. I think it should be uh, every month or every few months. You have to go and you have to pass a, a, a rigorous test. You, you should be fucking. You should be educated. You should have some kind. And I know we're asking for super people, super cops here, but but why wouldn't we want? 
the the people we call the peacekeepers to actually keep peace and not just out there like oh i'm shooting and and i mean it's so sickening when you see these people when you see these fat fucking cops chasing people around trying to get the the situation under control and and they can't and and they they're just not physically trained they should have to be it can't be just 16 i you know what i'm just going off of what they said and i i'm going to stop saying that but it's not as much as it should be. And that's what I think is the obvious point is that they need to have some kind of trade. I heard uh, Jocko Willenick, and I think he put that well on Joe Rogan's podcast and like how the SEALs train. And I know not every cop can be a fucking Navy SEAL, but maybe, I don't know, maybe fucking get people, put money. I, I, would trust, I would trust the military people to be, you know, police officers prior to that. But also America kind of made policing kind of kitty friendly and made it a joke with all these fucking you know tv shows like cops been on the air since the 80s and then when you see that like there's so much privilege on that goddamn show on cops you have how many times have you watched cops and you see people just get out of cars take off running i'm like that's so not real that is so not fucking real and then they're just running through fields i'm like yeah we got him yeah he just had cocaine on him that's it and then we're gonna take him to jail we're gonna book him i'm like he didn't whoop his ass he didn't do shit Show like the real cops on like when they were whooping their ass and doing all this shit. That's the cops I want to see. Like you, mm. you, you pussified being a police officer. So when people grow up and they're watching these police shows, and they're like, "Oh, that's the worst that can happen. I can do that." And then then they get in the car and then they go through a bad neighborhood. And I'm not. I mean, there are some bad black neighborhoods. There are, but you have to know how to talk to those people. Like if if they don't see you as a threat, they're not gonna you know do shit to you. They're like, "Oh, he's cool." Say whatever you got to them and then like just going on on your way. Like they're not gonna do that to you. But if you come in there, you know, I'm the badass around here. You like, they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna catch you slipping when you as soon as you turn your head, we're gonna get you. Like you have to have a bond with somebody. Like there's neighborhoods I grew up in that that had a regular police officer and we were cool with him. We were like, okay, we know this guy. He's coming here. He'll come and ask us if we did anything. Hey, somebody stole candy from the store up the street. Like y'all have anything to do with it? No. And sometimes we really didn't know, but like one, eventually one of us was fessed up. Like, all right, I did it. He's like, all right, you know, I gotta take it to your mom, right? You know, I gotta tell your mom. Come on, get in the car, type shit. Okay, that's that's harmless. We built a bond with him. At the end of the day, he didn't pepper spray us. He didn't stick a dog on us. Like we had a bond with the guy. So it's different when you have a bond with your community, and then when you don't. Like you're going to like these new cops going to communities they know nothing about. They don't know nothing about the people who've been living there. They just come in and just start harassing people. And that's not cool. Right. Like, it, it, it's just like, it, it, you need more than 16 hours. You, you need way more than fucking 16 hours. It's like, we got to renew a driver license what, every four, what, to eight years. Mm-hmm. They, should, they should have to renew their, you know, a policing license every four days. You make sure they're stable first and foremost. Make sure they're legally able to carry guns and, um, you know, so on and so on. Like, you shouldn't, you background check the shit out of me if I want to buy a gun. You should, you should definitely do that to them too. See if what the history they have, were they bullied in school? That means a lot. Like a lot of these motherfuckers were bullied in school, so they need power. Right. Yeah. No, that's true but too. I, I I used to do security. Um, I used to do uh, security and for a mall and. I worked with a couple dudes and, and, and then I, and I sort of worked in different malls and different positions. And there's always that one guy who has like the little like lisp or stutter or, or the guy <laughs> who, who fucking looks funny and who is ready to fuck somebody up because he's taken out his childhood 
on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the people who used to call you fat and funny looking, I, oh, I'm fucking you up because of it. And so, you know, definitely. there is definitely. Take it out on people. And that's, but that's who they're attracting too, right? Like, if you think about who, who these people are, if you got a GED and you, your life isn't that great and you just, you don't have any real options and you see this, make $50,000 a year. It's like, yeah, okay, I could do that, you know? And then they strap on the badge and they heave ho through the training course and, and, and then they fucking are out there just with guns and, 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 and fucking mace and, and electrocution things and shit. It's just, it's really, I'm, it's I'm, really fucking I mean, I'm up. sure the same thing, the same thing happens with the military. When people join the military, they hear, oh, it's a $20,000 bonus? Oh, I, I'm going to join. And then they're out in the field. They're like, okay, I have my gun. I have my shoes. Where's my money? Oh, we're not just about to just give you twenty thousand dollars all up front. Like you have to earn this right. shit. You like fuck. Now I signed six years of my life away for this shit. No worries, lovely truck. lace. I'm sorry. No worries, lovely lace. Thank you so much. I I really, really, really appreciate you helping out today. Thank um, you, lovely, lovely she, lace. Lovely lace is our mod here, everybody, and and she she stopped through, and I I sincerely do appreciate you coming out and helping out. So I just read here it's six hundred and seventy two hours of basic training. Uh, before joining the force so 672 hours i mean i don't know i don't know how much that adds up but that doesn't seem like it's enough uh let's see uh trained to become a barber a person must go through 13,000 or 1300 hours so oh, that's true so there that's you go true. there you go um because uh hate the human race said he needed a thousand plus to go to barber school and police only need 672 hours of basic training to become a gun-toting cop. So, that, I mean, that says it all, I think. That says everything. It's like you're sending these fucking, these basic-ass people out there to, to, to fucking deal with these, like, really crazy socioeconomic fucking... Uh, there's so many factors that play into a neighborhood. It's like, you know, it's just... There, there's no full understanding, and all you have are these people with 672 hours of how to shoot a gun and maybe heave ho up a fucking training course. But it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you are gonna be, you are gonna be. Can you give me a rundown of your dates? Because I would love for you to tell. Oh, because oh. I don't think anybody oh. in here is in your area, but, um, but you know. If maybe they are. Um, I'll be in I'll be in Nashville tomorrow. I got two, you know, maybe three shows. You know, I can always find a stage wherever I go. That's why all my exes hated me. We try to go on lovely vacations. They're like, we're supposed to be spending quality time. Every time we go somewhere, you find a fucking stage or something. We can go to fucking Alaska. You always find it. I'm like, hey, it's just it's just what I want to do. Sorry. I mean, you can let me get on stage 15 minutes. Fuck, I gotta hear you talk all day. But <laughs> I can get 15 minutes of love. Come on, come on. Uh, so Zanies, which is fucking, uh, is that a hard place to get into? I mean, that's a pretty popular club. Was that a hard uh, place yes, to get past it's, in? It's a, it's a very popular club. I mean, I can get in there because, I mean, shit, I've been, I started doing comedy in 2012. I started nationally touring by 2014, 2015. So I've done most of the clubs in the country. So I already have a, a, a resume with them. But coming, starting new and coming up, yeah, it's kind of hard to get in there. Um, that's the club D.L. Hughley passed out in when he had COVID. Yeah, that's right. That's, 
That sucks. That, that's the club. But hey, his 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 manager though, right? His manager fucking saved his life. That was amazing. He just jumped out like a fucking cheetah. Like, hey, I got you. I got no, 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 that that was that was a, a, a just a random person. Oh, crowd. that was a, I thought that was his manager. I, I mm-hmm. no, no, that person in the crowd said he was started going in and out of consciousness, and then I saw him about to fall. So I ran up there and grabbed him. I'm like, shit. That's okay. crazy, man. That's but crazy. This, yeah, this is this is that club. This is actually the first time I've been back in probably a year. I haven't been in a year, so this would be good to come back there and do that show. So I'm in Nashville tomorrow twice. Uh, the first show is at 2 p.m. at Zany's. That's a brunch show hosted by one of my cousins. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Brad Sativa. Um, and then later on that night, I'm headlining a show um, in North Nashville called Gilly's Gaming. Yeah, Philly's Gaming Philly's Gaming Grill. Grill. And yep. Um, then social... Then the, the, rest of, the rest of my shows are in Atlanta. Uh, the Atlanta. Atlanta or the Atlanta area for the uh, rest of the year. And, you know, those are a couple, you know, of course, somebody's going to hit me up later. Like, hey, can you come do this? So it's always last minute when it comes to, you know, the COVID stuff. Right, right. But definitely, I'm, I'll always be on stage and I always, you know, every week I'm on the podcast doing something. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, shit, do you hear that? A little bit. Oh, I know what it is. It's time for How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. All right, guys, we're going to play a quick game, and then we're going to let Marlon go. You got time for a quick game? Sure. All right. We're going to play How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. We're going to be playing for a couple patches here. We got the We Speak English Good patch. We got Your Mom's an Uber Driver, and we got the weird, like, 90s S thing. I'm getting low on patches. I put another order in from uh, our our sponsor, ModedStudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Go out there and get yourself some fully embroidered patches and apparel. You're going to love it. They got the Wu-Tang patches. How can you go wrong with Wu-Tang patches? All right, guys. We'll be right back. I'm going to set up for the game, and then we are going to let our guests go and do him. So give us one second, and we'll be R-B. All right, guys. You know what time it is. It's time for everybody's favorite game. How much does it cost on Craigslist? That's right, the only game that's like the price is right, but not really because you can go over in price, so who cares? Brought to you by ModedStudios.com. ModedStudios.com. Get your favorite patches and apparel. Uh, Okay, anyways. There we go. Anyways, first item up for bid. So the name of the game is How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? Yes, I'm going to explain that, Superfog. Sorry, I guess some people haven't played yet. Uh, so the, uh, you play the game by, you're basically guessing on how much an item costs on Craigslist. I'm going to show you a picture, and then you guys will drop a price, uh, or how much you think it costs, in the chat. Marlon will also be uh, bidding, too. So uh, we'll go on to the, I'll read the description, show the picture, and then you guys will start dropping those bids. So here we go. First item up for bids. Mickey with Minnie. <laughs> a pair, uh, the pair are really cute. They got pacifiers in their mouth. Marlon, how much do you think this item cost on Craigslist? That, uh, that has to cost probably $15. $15. Okay, guys, drop your bids. Marlon says $15. Super Spunk says $75. Go ahead. Even if you've won before, it don't matter. Just drop those bids. We, we're always happy to send out patches to, to repeat winners. And uh, I'll give you guys until the end of this uh, nice lamp. Exactly. How much do you think it costs? Hey, how much? How much? Let me see. What do we, what do we got today? Uh, 
Let's do, oh, what? I just got one. I just put a new one on. Not Panda. Damn it. What's the one? Nope. Hold on. I'm looking for it. This is, this is embarrassing. Eh, I guess you guys will just get, uh, oh, no, here we go. Here. All right, you guys got till the end of this song. It should be cheap. They spell mini man. Yeah, it's not eBay Super Funk. It, it says it's Craigslist. Yeah, great, awesome. Thank you guys for dropping those bits. All right. So we got Hate the Human Race says 50, Saucy Chicken Nuggets says 18,000, Mighty Mighty, hold on, I didn't do it, What's okay, Mighty Mighty says $150, and Super Funk says 75, and Marlon has uh, the $15 bid, so let me just do this, and I hope I'm doing it, yay, I did it, actual retail price on Craigslist. $49,000, folks. We got a psychopath. We got a fucking crazy person on our hands. That's right. These people are absolutely out of their fucking minds. So, I, Saucy, you won, buddy. You won. Saucy, you want to come in and say hi? You can come in if you want to say hi real quick. I know you wanted to come and say hi real quick. So. Nobody's paying that much for that. Of shit. course not. These are psychopaths. These are these are insane people. Uh, Saucy, they many, and they spelled many wrong. So I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not giving you fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's not even wrong. how you spell many. <laughs> okay, yeah. guys. All right, let's go. To the, okay, Saucy's gonna come in and say hi. Everybody, hi. everybody. This is Saucy Chicken Nugget. This is my boy right here. This is. This and, is this is number one player right here. And this is the person who won. Yeah, and this is the person who won. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Oh, you won. I can't believe you won with eighteen thousand dollars. I forgot that that was <laughs> that was it. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Bye, Thank everyone. Bye, bye. <laughs> All right. All right. Next item. We're gonna do one more, and then we're gonna let our guests go for the day. And. Also, I have to. I have band rehearsal, which is weird. I haven't said that in months. All right, guys. Stunning Aboriginal artwork. Grandmother dreaming. I'm gonna read these small ass print with my old ass eyes. Uh, hold on, let me get this. This beautiful original framed art piece, Grandmother Country, is an authentic painting by Australian Indigenous artist Michelle Possum. Michelle comes from a well-established artistic family. She is the younger sister of Gabriella Possum and daughter of Clifford Possum. Okay, why does I have her whole fucking background? A founding figure of the desert art movement in Australia and one of Australia's most famous indigenous artists. Okay, Marlon, how much does this item cost on Craigslist? Well, Miss Possum, it sounds like I'm talking to an animal. Um, uh, I'm going to give them probably about, well, you know, I want to say $5,000. $5,000. Marlon says $5,000. All right, guys, drop your bids in the chat. 50000 hates going for it now. All right, what are we doing today? Uh, here, you guys got until the end of the scat, man. So go ahead, drop those bids.
All right, you heard it here first. The scat man has spoken. You know, I should probably stop playing that song on this stream because they have been really assholes about that DMCA shit. So might have to change that around. <laughs> oh, super funk! He went there. He went there. Fifty thousand and one, Bob. Okay, now this is a game. This is a game right here, baby. All right, let me get the drum roll going. Maestro, drum roll, please. That's me. All right. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Oh, that's the wrong one. $7,500. Hey. And I think, I think that, I think it is it either, I think it's either Mighty Mighty or Marland. Um, yeah. I'll say five. You said five thousand, and it's seventy five. I was seventy five hundred. So it's saucy. Stop! It's not saucy. So I think, I, what, who, who's closer? I think that's an even tie, right? That's an even tie. Okay. Okay. So whenever we have ties, we have to. Yeah, mighty, mighty is a little close. Is is about the same amount. So how we do this is, uh, Marlon, I'm gonna I have a quarter and I'm gonna flip the quarter and I want you to call it heads or tails. So I'm gonna flip it right now. Go ahead, call it. Heads. Boom, heads. I'm gonna show the audience. You can't see that, I don't It was heads, I promise. Marlon, you have won yourself a patch from our sponsor, modedstudios.com. Uh, so you can let me know uh, when we're done. You can send me your address and whatever patch you want. And let's bring Marlon back so we can uh, say our proper goodbyes. Give me one yeah. second. One second while we get Marlon back up here. Out of here. And stop the share. And put you big time in. And there you are. And boom, Marlon is back. And so here we go, Marlon. You can pick from the weird uh, '90s S thing, the We Speak English Good patch, or your mom's an Uber driver. Uh, wh whatever one you want, you can uh, let me know. I, I, I do the mom's the Uber driver. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I gave my last Epstein. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself away. I, I sent that last one. I think out to hate the human race. So. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get more of those. I love the Epstein didn't kill himself thing. Marlon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. And um, you, you're welcome back anytime. You're just just a, a, just a blast to talk to. So uh, I would love to have you back. And uh, I, good win, Marlon. Good win. <laughs> yes, I agree. Props, Marlon. Thank you, Mike, Mike. That was cool. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I hope you scam kid. You know what? I hate the human race. Just because you hate the human race doesn't mean everybody's out here. You a scammer. <laughs> <laughs> Just because everybody, you know, I, not everybody's trying to scam. Anyways, Marlon, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you thank have you. a wonderful rest of your day, sir. Thank you, bro. All right, man. Take care. Thank you, Marlon. I appreciate you coming on the show and telling your story and telling us how you really feel. 
you can again go find Marlon. Uh, I, I put his links in the show notes. You can find him on Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Just go in the show notes, click around, and check him out. Follow him up. Go and say hi. Tell him WSEG sent you. Anyways, uh, thank you again, Marlon. I appreciate it. Uh, go check out reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. You can check her out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. And you can also find us on Twitch at we uh, at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. So go and follow us up. We speak English good streams two days a week mostly, Mondays at Let's see, what is it? Uh, 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 Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we do extra days for a special guest or, I don't know, we did like five in a row. It was That is not how I want to do, <laughs> that's not how I want to do streams. Anyways, go follow us up. It, it, it's a good time, trust me. You can uh, also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, review. Like us on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Discord, all the things. The links are in the show notes. Go So if you need the direct link, go please do that there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can also leave a review for us on uh, iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast that allows you to leave reviews, please do. It helps us to be found in the algorithm of the podcasting universe. Okay, guys, we are going to go. We we got so many good guests coming up, guys. The live stream has so many good guests. We have on, on January 4th, we have Ari O'Neill, who is a guitar player, uh, amazing guitar player. And she has played with uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, uh, Lizzo, f- uh, just a, a, she just slays. She's so good. So January 4th on the live stream. So please go check that out. January 4th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, guys, that's it out of me. I hope you guys are having a wonderfully Merry Christmas. One thing that I noticed is that I never address the holidays. Like sometimes I address the holidays. But for the most part, I don't really address the holidays on the show. So I wanted to make sure that I opened up the show with a Merry Christmas and all that. But if Christmas isn't your shit, that's fine. Happy Hanukkah, um, Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Ramadan. You know, I I shouldn't. I'm not going to joke around. Happy holidays, guys. I hope that everything is okay with you. I know this is a weird, weird weird time but um you know let's keep our heads up let's keep our heads to the sky let's just uh, let's just let's just let's just try better we'll just bring back better we'll bring back better all right guys be good to your fellow human beings ha's for everybody if you're gonna protest protest safely i love you guys be safe be well merry christmas happy holidays Bye bye